0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to episode 14 of Whiskey Knife Fight. This episode, Jeremy and I talk about all things coffee, and believe it or not, we actually talked about coffee for more than, you know, a passing moment. Uh, This is something that Jeremy and I both really, really enjoy. I've kind of fallen off the wagon with coffee. Uh, He has not, but uh, I really want to get back into it. But that's beside the point. We talk about everything related to coffee. Also, how... My knowledge has totally faded, and uh, I don't know anything anymore. Also, beside the point, doesn't matter. There was also a really important note that we touched on at the very end of this episode, and that is the frequency of this podcast. We want to keep doing this podcast. It's becoming increasingly difficult to schedule stuff out with each other. So we want to keep doing it, but the best way to go forward right now, until so both of us you know, find our rhythm again, is stepping the podcast down to every other week. We both agreed that that was probably the best path forward for now, rather than just falling off and you know telling you guys we're going to do it weekly and canceling episodes. So it's best if we just set the record straight right now. We're going to step down to every other week for now, and then play it by ear as we you know finally get back into the swing of things. So bear with us, but for now, sit back, pour yourself a very tall glass, maybe this time of coffee, and enjoy episode fourteen of Whiskey Knife Fight. Mm. All right, and your levels, same as they always are?
1: Testes, testes, one, two, haven't moved them. Learned my lesson with the changing
0: of the... And you're sure you want me to leave this noise gate on?
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay, let's go live. I'll see you in one minute. One
1: minute. Yeah, people are probably bitching already. They're late!
0: They are. They are. Your angle is higher than mine, and it's bothering me. Oh, well.
1: Bye. Well, how, how's that?
0: Wow! Wow! Chicka! Wow!
1: Baka! 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 Chicka! Baka! Bow! Wow! Chicka! Chicka! Baka! Bow! Wow! Bow! Wow! Wow! a, Wow! Wow! Bow, Wow! 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 Wow!
0: I can't not do that.
1: The, 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 Jesus, I'm sorry. I
0: can't. Jesus, welcome. Everybody, this time it was Jeremy's fault, not mine. Just want to set the record straight. It was. It was. It Just was. want to set the record straight. Does How are like you now? guys? We may like... or may not have missed a couple of weeks. It was Jeremy's yeah. fault. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was our as usual we, we are one for one on whose fault it was for missing yes. the week before and last week so. we're, and we're also both very for good you. at
1: talking each other out of doing the
0: podcast right <laughs> because we're always
1: both so busy we always have so much shit going on and like not just work shit but personal shit you know there's always it seems like right now there's just a lot of stuff so we're both very good at being like hey, man, you know, do you think we could skip tonight? Like, I got this going. I got this thing. I got this edit. I'm doing And the other person never really offers a lot of resistance because they've got a lot of shit going on, too. So it's always kind of like, yeah, we could probably skip, man, because I got this shit going on, too.
0: (laughs) Two weeks ago, I was in a – I did not feel good. Like, I felt fine, like, physically, but I was tired. I knew that I was going to be just a fucking brick for the podcast. It just – it didn't feel like it was gonna be a good night and I didn't wanna just sit here as a zombie and let Jeremy go. Like I mean I mean, I normally do anyway. It's, <laughs> I was about to say it probably wouldn't like, hurt. Just, it's like a 80-20 <laughs> split between us talking, but I, I, I know this. that I know that because I edit it and I'm like, wow, there's a whole lot more green in Jeremy's waveform than there is mine. <laughs> Dude, you can't. I can't, can't do you, it. I can't I can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> I know better than that. Uh, you're right, I can't. I can't. It's impossible. Uh, A.B., yes, I know. It did suck. Man, I was so busy. I have been staying busy, like, more busy in the last two, three months than I've been in my whole life. I attribute that to having a second kid, a, obviously. A.B. in there's, the house. There's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes that you guys are going to see very soon. I just showed Jeremy, uh, but we're not going to talk about it yet. Okay, I don't want to talk about I'm it. I'm so pumped. Dude, that's going so
1: to that's, that's be a cool thing. I'll just say thing because that keeps it general and yeah. it doesn't, like, give any hints. That is going to be a cool thing, and I think that's kind of... I'm not even going to say any because I'm going to end up fucking up and giving something away. So You're, uh, you're going to be, be cool. mad at
0: me, though. Why? Uh, this is my drink tonight.
1: What the fuck? <laughs> We're talking about coffee, bitch. Cortada. Cortado. Cortado or Cortada? I think it's Cortado.
0: It's my favorite drink. Well, hmm. I screwed up earlier today in... I sat at a coffee shop, right? Mm-hmm. So I got to the coffee shop, I had my normal drink, I worked for a few hours, and then I'm like, wow, I'm still tired, and I had another coffee. Oh, yeah. See, and I did then didn't... I, I was like, wait a minute, at like 3 p.m. today, I'm like, oh, no, I've already had two coffees, and I definitely don't need another, because... No. So, it, but I, I'm, I'm tired, so I need one, but I, I did not I, need one.
1: I purposely did not drink my normal, like, normally about 3 or 4 o'clock, I crank out another, my afternoon caffeine yeah, regimen. And I, I was didn't like, today. Shit. I was like, you know, I was like, just drink some water. Actually, I went up to Bucky's and got some fucking, uh, a big red and, um, what the hell was that other shit that I got? Um, hot fries, some fucking hot fries and a big red, super healthy snack, hot fries and a big red. Nice.
0: I, w- I will be drinking something. I know you're starting with your coffee, but you're going to switch over at some
1: point. Uh, at some point, depends on how long it takes me to drink his coffee.
0: I found this at the ABC store.
1: Ooh, son. Anoa is good stuff. Some people call it Anoa. Some people call it Anoa. Everybody pronounces
0: it a little different. I think it's well, Anoa. I'm I just an- saw it, and I was like, I've not tried that one, and this is a big, nice gimmick that I'd like to try as well. So, It's good. I. It's
1: not my favorite. I it, It's. I like it better than the 10, but not as much as Oogadol. Oogadol is still my favorite. I have not found one that I like more than Oogadol. Somebody said hot Even fries. Wee Even We Beastie? Man, we be, I don't like it better than Oogadol. I think I like it about the same as Oogadol. Oogadol Oog. is very good. Have you had Oogie? No, I haven't. Oh, but, dude! If uh, you only time I've seen it, the only, time I've, that, it, the
0: only it. time I've seen it was in Elmoral, But I think actually this place had Oogadol. But I was about I, to say I chose they, this because they only had one bottle, and they had a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, if, they, but,
1: if you can't find it, let me know. Oogadol is all over the place down here, and I can
0: send you a bottle. Well, this is the barbecue smoker. So I got, I got roped in by the gimmick.
1: Oh, cool. But I uh,
0: Inside, this is just a little chintzy thing, but you put some wood chips in there and turn your grill into a smoker.
1: That's actually kind of cool.
0: Yeah. That's but actually kind of cool. That's what but, all this hubbub is about, but inside, underneath all that. Is, that's
1: actually pretty cool. I'm not going to lie.
0: I'm going to try it out. I don't have a grill, though, so I got to get a grill. <laughs> um, I had a flat top, which that won't do any good in, but uh, this is what I will be drinking tonight. I don't know if I should start with this or start <laughs> with something else.
1: Somebody said competing with the Blade HQ stream. Ballsy. <laughs> yeah, well,
0: it is what it is. Yeah. Well, I, we, we tried
1: to avoid that with doing the change in our Friday podcast to the first Friday of the month, but... Theirs is on Wednesday, so sometimes it's just going to land weird, and we're going to be on the same time as them. I mean, we try to avoid it, but
0: sometimes it just it's going to happen. So um, I should say before we go any further, and we're not too far off the topic of this whiskey and this ABC store I visited. So they had this Anoa Anoa, uh, whatever you want to call it.
1: I guess it's uh, Anoa. That's how I always say it. I've heard people say some weird shit,
0: but they had a whole bunch of nineteen twenty. They had a whole bunch of 1910. They had a lot of everything, and oh well, uh, dude, that's
1: your place, then, bro. You need to.
0: Yeah, well, I don't know how much they are like that because I've been there before and it didn't have much. But here we are. I don't know. I'll just have to rotate between them. If I when I, when I need whiskey, I'm just gonna have to make like a day of trying to drive around and find the whiskeys I need.
1: Ab just said, "Look at Taylor with some real whiskey." <laughs>
0: Hey, t- Taylor occasionally gets some real whiskey
1: if he somebody sends it to him. He is unfortunate in the fact that his local source is, is bad. It's bad. But if you found a place that's got some good stuff, then
0: cheers. Cheers. I'm going to be putting it in my leaf and barrel. Uh, I appreciate that. Bitch glass.
1: I appreciate that. Dude, <laughs> I did fucking skull crushers today. And this tendon right here is already sore. So I know I'm going to be fucking hurt tomorrow. My shit is going to be hurt. I'll be walking around like a T-Rex. Like this. My arm's all jacked up.
0: Well. Uh, do skull crushers? I don't know what that is.
1: Oh, Lord. lot,
0: But uh, I have been taking under. Taking under. What, the, what am I trying to say? I've been just trying to get healthy. Uh, I haven't started working out yet. That's next. But I have started fixing my diet and I, I am a little worried about drinking too much tonight because I've been cutting back on calories a whole lot. So I had a big dinner, but the big dinner tonight was much smaller than a big dinner before. Mm-hmm. So I'm I haven't had much whiskey or anything in a while. Do you so. fi-
1: do you find that you eat in like more than
0: you should? Like not, in, in a, not in the in, last two weeks.
1: No, but like in a meal, I find that like I don't eat until you know they say you should eat until you're not hungry, right? And I know this was supposed to be a coffee podcast and we're talking about eating right off the rip, but if you have ever listened to the podcast, you know it's fucking we're all over we just life. bait you in. <laughs> we have to have something to put on the fucking thumbnail, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but um, I find that I eat more than I should in a in a, in a helping, right? Like. They say you eat until you're not
0: hungry anymore. I eat till I'm like fucking full, right? Which so that's how I got to 250 pounds,
1: <laughs> right?
0: That's so why you're, I hit. you're also like a stocky guy, though.
1: But I still don't want to be 250 pounds. No, no, you shouldn't be 250. But like you at like 180 would probably look fucking sick and weird.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I, uh, my goal is 210. Fi- two two yeah, uh, basically yeah. get rid of all this puffiness and my gut. The gut's you know, the thing, man. Guys I, hold
1: it. Girls hold it in the thighs and, and, and butt, which I don't have a problem with big
0: butts. I, li- I like big well, butts, and
1: I cannot lie. See, I've got
0: big legs. My thighs are 28 inches.
1: God damn, dude. My waist was 28
0: inches at one point in my life. Right, right. So, <laughs> so I, I'm, like, very bottom heavy. But I, when, I I was a like young, to... when
1: I was a young man and in good shape and real trim, my waist was, like, 29. So, I mean, that's not too far off from my waist size.
0: Yeah, my thighs. So I have that on each leg. <laughs> <laughs> I have waists for legs. Do you, Do you have thigh rub? <laughs> oh God, yeah. Oh, God, dude, team. it's awful. It's awful. <laughs> He's like, it's fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: awful. It's awful.
0: Well, my calves. My calves are eighteen inches. Yeah, uh, I mean, I just got huge legs. Uh, but regardless, I'm trying to get healthy. I'm feeling better already. I'm down to 243 of this, as of this morning, um, so dropped 7 pounds. I was a little over 250, so I've dropped a little over 7 pounds in a little dude, over a week.
1: Dude, that's good, man. I tell you, we were we talked about it briefly before we got on here, and we were having some technical issues, and we, we didn't have a lot of time, but um, I know in general everything in my body just feels better when I'm at the appropriate weight, right? when When my weight goes up a little over what it should be, I noticed that I feel like shit. Like I'm usually, I don't feel like I can move around as good. I get out of breath easier. My digestion gets fucked up. I get more acid reflux and all these fucking old man problems. Like, like I, I, everything seems fucked up. And when I get down to fighting weight, everything just seems to run on all cylinders
0: a lot better. My back has not really hurt me since I started eating right.
1: Right. Which is perfect.
0: And that, that's enough incentive for me. Because your back's been fucked
1: up for a couple, last couple weeks.
0: Uh, no, my back's been fucked up for like two years. Hmm. <laughs> uh, And yeah, that's enough incentive for me to just keep going. Like, get, forget, for sure, like forget the weight loss, forget everything else. My back keeps me from being able to do what I want to do. And uh, I feel much better even though I've only lost a little bit of weight. So I think a lot of it had to do with eating the right foods and cutting out whatever it may have been. That was maybe causing my back to flare up and become inflamed or whatever. But weight will do it. You know what else? Oh to do yeah, it? for tight, sure. T-
1: tight hamstrings will do it too. I had a lot of lower back problems for a while, and I went to the doctor, and it was just that I wasn't stretching my hamstrings, and my hamstrings were too tight. And I started stretching those out because my doctor said that your hamstrings are somehow tied in to like your lower back, and it when all when they're always pulling, they're always putting pressure and compressing your lower back, and it, it's it's supposedly a pretty major cause of a lot of people's lower back
0: pain is tight hamstrings. Well, mine is my is <laughs> <It's, it's> fat. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. It's my fucking crooked spine. Oh yeah, that'll do uh, it. My,
1: I mean, I know mine is fat sometimes, but I tell well, yeah, you it's, it's not, not sure just that fat. Is. It's not just fat though, man. Even when I was like lean, but I had more muscle on me than I should. When I was real big into like lifting a ton, and I was all swole, as you would say, my body fat was probably only maybe eight to twelve percent. So I was lean, but I weighed like two two hundred and fifteen to two twenty five. Which for a guy with my frame was just too much weight for me to be packing around, and I, I felt heavy and like yep. I'd be like out of breath tying my shoes and shit. You know, I'm like, oh god, damn. <laughs> because it's just my frame's not meant to hold that kind of weight. I feel yep. good at like 190 to 200. I feel great.
0: Well, I'm trying to. My goal in the app that I'm using is 205, and I am 38 pounds away. So to me, that doesn't sound like a whole lot. So get it, bro. I know I'm going to plateau pretty soon, but. Anyway, let's get to the fancy business. What knife is in your pocket tonight? You know, I got a weird setup
1: today because I worked out today, and it was hot as fuck because we're, I live in Florida, and it's already 9,000 degrees here. So I just still have on, like, like basketball shorts. <laughs> but I went to Bucky's, and I never leave anywhere without a knife. So I did throw a knife in my pocket,
0: but it's a weird one. One you guys haven't probably seen. Oh, yeah, the old Tonto PM2. I, mean, I never got one of those. I was talking yeah. about them a few weeks ago, though.
1: The old Tonto pm 2
0: It's a good knife, man. I don't carry
1: it as much as I should because right when I got it was at the same time I got like my pro that I really like and my Sabenza that I really like. And I got this at the same time that I got a couple other knives that are just fucking straight killers. So this one kind of lost the race a little bit, but it's it's actually a really cool knife.
0: Okay. You ready? Yeah, hit it. Oh,
1: the Chavez. Oh, boy. I got the big boy. I sent you a response when you said that to me. I'm like, he's back with the Chavez.
0: Oh, yeah. This thing, I never should have gotten rid of the first one, but the first one I had was a 228, so a little smaller than this one. Uh Just fine. I would have been fine with another 228, but the one I had was it had that brass inlay, and, dude, that sucker was heavy.
1: Yeah, you said it was a fucking
0: beef box. I mean, this thing, look how thick it is. It's it the the camera doesn't really do it justice.
1: You know the only thing I don't like about his knives. I love everything about his knives, and you know what I'm gonna say.
0: Yeah, pocket clip. I don't guess what he's coming out with uh, aftermarket pocket clips.
1: Thank God, because here's the thing: if you're into that kind of vibe, there's a whole aftermarket of people that pay thousands of dollars for all that skull shit, and if you're into that. You know, my, my fucking logo is a skull, so, I mean, I shouldn't talk too much shit, but I don't want, like, skulls on fucking everything, right? Like, I don't want a skull on my pocket clip. I don't want a skull on my, my belt clip. You know, like, I, I just, I don't like the pocket clip. I just want my knife clip plain. Just
0: but just just listen. Take, it, take a moment to appreciate this. That's good. It's got a good flap to it.
1: I gotta this do one it doesn't work. do that. This one doesn't have a good, uh, doesn't have a, there's something different. About the action on this knife that I can't figure out, it feels different than either one of my other PMs. I don't know if it's my PM two. I don't know if it's because the blade geometry is different, so the weight
0: of the blade is different. Oh yeah, so for it, sure. But
1: it just it feels it feels different. The it's blade not,
0: probably weighs less.
1: Probably because it's not it doesn't snap out quite the way. I mean, it's still good, but it doesn't snap out quite the way my other PM twos do.
0: And this thing, I, I wish I could give you, like, a frame of reference for how thick it is. With double C? Did yeah. Like this, thick. see, uh, this flashlight's not a good representation.
1: Like a pencil, like a
0: like a normal number two pencil. Huh? Well, I have a pen. Thick. Oh, dude, by the way.
1: Somebody sent me this, and I thought this was the coolest thing. I'm going to show you this after you get done.
0: Is that the Do, but
1: Yeah, it's a Laguiole, but look what it is.
0: Is it a cigar cutter? It's a log wheel fucking with cigar scissors on it. I think I'm saying that correctly. I don't know. They I, sent I, me one, too. Yeah, dude. How cool is that? Dude, that one's really nice. That's cool. They sent me a normal log... I think it's, I think you're pronouncing it right. That's next to a pen. It's thicker than the pen. Yeah, I mean,
1: that's thick. That's a thick boy. I don't, I don't feel like it's crazy, absurd thick, though, right? Like,
0: uh, You'd be surprised. Here it is next to the iPhone... The like is in a it, case?
1: Is it is it super boxy in your pocket?
0: Oh yeah, dude. Look at this when it's in my pocket. <sighs> like, yeah. Like it sticks out, man. See that pocket
1: clip just reminds me of that you probably currently have. Like, I don't know, a record. I think the wrong. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with record. I listen to record. No, no! <laughs> but, um, a record. As oh, in like, oh, like as in like a criminal uh, record. A criminal record. I thought. <laughs> um, well, no, I was gonna say that uh, you probably have Nickelback in your like cassette tape of your iRock Z28. Not that there's anything wrong with an rock Z28 and a cassette tape because I think cassettes are awesome and iRocks are badass. But you know what I'm saying, right? Like, yeah. it's got a certain look to it that I'm just not. It's not my jam, right? No offense to anybody out there that's into that thing. I know it's a big thing, but I just. I'm not into it. Uh, I think Laguiole is. We're probably butchering that, and well, maybe I'm sure
0: somebody, I am. Um, here's here's a really good, here's a really good comparison. This is next to the knife that I was carrying the day this came in. What is that? I Can't see it.
1: Oh wow, yeah, it's a lot thinner. I, it' blurry. I can see how much thinner that is. I know. Where's the focus, <laughs> dude? You you look like me. You're having focus problems. I am, dude. I wonder how you pronounce
0: that. Is it...
1: You got me fucked up on the pronunciation. There we go.
0: Look at that, Jeremy. Yeah, that's substantial.
1: I mean, you know, here's the thing.
0: This is the Norseman.
1: I generally prefer a thinner knife. However, sometimes it's knife to have just a pocket tank, right? This is a tank for sure. Like, it's just not for every day. Like,
0: I'm not going to Did you get a mini Adamas... Mm. From Benchmade? Mm-mm. No. Okay. The black in that, one in that in that box? Yeah, the black one with the circles in the handle.
1: No, they sent me a mini well, the uh, the Osborne. Mini Osborne. They sent me the carbon fiber bug out. Mm-hmm. This carbon fiber knife that looks like a modern day switchblade. It's long as fuck. It's mm, got a carbon mm-mm. fiber handle. It looks like a modern day like. Like switchblade, like Italian switchblade. And the, um, I actually have a a version from about 10 years ago, the uh, Prasad, how do you pronounce that? It's one of their, their uh, Prasadio, is it Prasadio? I don't know. It's a, it's a auto. It's an axis auto, right? So you pull the axis
0: to to release the blade. This thing is a guillotine. The Chavez. I love this. Have you, ha-
1: have you heard about these before they sent you one? No. I had heard about these before, and they're actually really fucking cool. If people have not heard of this, it's like uh, an area in
0: France that makes these all
1: by hand, right? Yeah. And, Hang on,
0: I'll go get mine. You keep talking.
1: Yeah. And um, they're like very gentlemanly, like pocket knives. Um, most of them are, they've got great walk and talk if you're into uh, slip joints. Um, but they sent me a slip joint, and then this one is, like I said, it's got cigar scissors on it, which is pretty awesome. But they have all this really cool detailing, and all these things are, like, hand-carved and shit.
0: Um, I'm trying to get the focus.
1: But I don't know if you can see that detailing there of, like, the bee and then the hand-carving and the spine. Like, they, they're just really cool-looking gentleman-like
0: pocket knives, right? Dude, they sent me a big boy.
1: Yes, they sent me a bone handle, yeah, like that, with a bone handle. And then they sent me these with the scissors on it. Supposedly, a big part of what they market that shit for is, you know, we were talking about this on the last podcast, is as, like, your steak knife. Like, people yeah. use those for, like, food prep is a big part they, of what they're they, used
0: for. They make fixed blade table knives is what they're called. Sure. But just as a comparison, here's the Norseman, which is not a small knife.
1: It's a long boy.
0: It's bigger than, it's longer than the Norseman.
1: The walk and talk is awesome on it though, isn't it? Yeah. I was really impressed. I'd, I'd heard of these knives before, um, and seen people and I had just never got one. So when they sent them to me, I was, I was like, Oh dude, it's the walk. Listen, I mean, dude, it's a finger guillotine. Oh yeah. And when you open it, it's the same way. It's like clack. I mean, the walk and talk is, yeah, I mean, if you're into that kind of thing, if you're into, you know, I know a lot of the guys that are into slip joints, the walk and talk is a big deal for them. Now, there's no half stop on it. I will say that. Um, But um, it's got plenty of spring tension on that bad boy.
0: Yeah, somebody's asking for the name. It's L-A-G-U-I-O-L-E. Laguiole, or I forgot how you pronounce it.
1: Apparently, you got to be careful, though, because there's a lot of knockoffs out there of them. Um, and, um, there are some versions of the knife. It used to all be made in one town and now there are several towns in France around the area that make them. And some are better known for doing higher quality than others and so forth and so on, but they're all pretty dope. You just want to avoid the, um, like Chinese knockoffs and shit like that. But
0: super nice. And they
1: even engraved my initials in it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how they found us. I don't know how they
1: found us either, but I was pumped that they did. Yeah, that's cool. I appreciated uh, it. I was like, so,
0: so I know we're off topic. Uh, fucking, but, yeah, we
1: haven't even talked at coffee yet, and we've been going for 24 minutes. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> but something I think I'm going to do because they sent this to me is I'm going to go a full month with nothing but a traditional knife. Oh, so that'd be I'm, cool. I'm going to try to carry either this or one of the other. I have a lot of really nice slip joints.
1: Somebody's saying leg, leg, yo,
0: leg, yo. I mean, it's, it's French, so... It's
1: French, so I'm sure we're fucking butchering it,
0: but... So, that would basically mean, like, this boy, which I love this knife.
1: The old Rydian. You've got some really good slip joints, though. I've got well, some this decent... One's a, this
0: one's a backlock.
1: I've got some nice slip joints. You've got some,
0: like, next-level slip joints. Okay. Oh I don't think I can spidey-flick this thing. You'll see.
1: Like, I've got a, a Best Man 2... I got a lion steel best man too. I've got a bench made. Um, what's the bench made slip joint? I'm, my brain's farting right now. The bench made slip proper. joint. What the fuck? The proper. I've got a proper. I've got these laguioles now. I've got a few, but you've got like that one that was like fucking. It's like an eight hundred dollars slip joint. I think it's uh, that one right there, isn't it?
0: Yeah the the Birdvis and the dysridium <laughs> was. Yeah. this Ridium was seven hundred.
1: Yeah, that's I. I mean, I have nice slip joints. I don't have nothing like that. I always had kind of a fucking hard-on for that one slip joint. I think you got rid of it. I think you sold it. The uh North, uh or what was it called? Northwoods. I think so. The big Mac Daddy of a fucking, it looked cool as shit. I
0: don't know which one you're talking about. I've got a few. Mm. I've got a big, I have a slip joint with a lock on it, which is cool.
1: Can we talk about real quick, you know, you're talking about losing weight and stuff? Yeah. And... um this is the worst time of year for me to try to lose weight because this is the time of year that like I start smoking a lot of food because we have get togethers on the weekends and stuff. Right. And like, I, I've got my vaccine now. I'm going to get my second one. Uh, in two, another week and a half or something like that. I get my second shot and, um, my wife's fully vaccinated. Most of my friends are all fully vaccinated Cause they work in medical and stuff. So they had to get, well, didn't have to, but like, yeah, I'm they,
0: about to get vaccinated. Um, they just so opened like, up the whole state this, this week.
1: Right. So like I can start getting back to having our barbecues on the weekends and stuff. Cause if everybody's vaccinated and we're outside and stuff, it's, it's a pretty safe situation. Um, and there's just going to be a lot of, there's going to be a lot of meat sweats, lots of meat sweats. You get the meat sweats. Is, is that just me? Or is that a thing?
0: Uh, I don't, I don't know. I just know that typically when there's smoked meats, I eat too much of it, so it's, it's probably meat sweats.
1: And then you get sweaty afterwards. You're like, oh yeah. god, fuck! It. It's like so fucking. What's on the wrist? Uh, somebody asked me if I had any symptoms. No, I have had none after my first one, and my arm wasn't even really sore. Everybody, I had a couple people tell me their arm was like really sore after they got it, and I mean, extremely mild soreness that I would barely have even noticed. Like it wasn't even as sore as it is after a flu shot. But everybody is different, right?
0: What's on your wrist tonight, Jeremy? Uh, I'm wearing my uh, Christopher Ward C65 Trident GMT. That looks like your Seiko.
1: That is the old Seiko. I've been wearing the Tudor and the Oris a lot lately, and I haven't been giving the old Seiko enough attention, and I felt bad, so I've been wearing it for about the last week.
0: Yeah, I've been wearing my Marathon a ton and man, I just looked down and saw this thing. I put it on and I, I really liked it. But blue shark is the company that, uh, did they send you a bunch of shit too? No, 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 no. I was going to tell you the other day I was sweating my
1: ass off cause it was hot as fuck and I had it on my Oris. And when I took it off, there was a little green spot and a I was little like, oh, green. <laughs> there was a little green." I was like, got to tell Taylor, I was going to send you a text message. and I was doing something. And I forgot. I was like, I got to tell Taylor. I got that. never happened to me since I had bought that watch. But it happened a little bit the other day, and I thought about you. Because I'm like, oh, oh. I'm like, I got a little bit of the fucking the Taylor green, the green spot from the. A um, little
0: bit. Dude, I get a little bit in five minutes. So, <laughs> no,
1: I had worn it all day and sweat my ass off.
0: I uh, went to my P.O. box, since we're talking about companies sending shit, and Blue Shark, who makes Nato's and a bunch of other watch straps,
1: you know, I, I had this grand idea that I was going to switch my Oris out because I think that Oris looks dope as fuck with the right leather strap. So I had this grand idea that I was going to switch the leather out on my Oris and wear it on a leather strap sometimes. And I was going to switch my Tudor out and wear it on a leather strap sometimes. Cause I also think they look great on leather. Same with this, man. I don't ever switch them out, dude. It's kind of a pain in the ass. And like, I just like bracelets.
0: Well, this one has a quick release bracelet. So it just whoop, pops off. Yeah. And this is a quick-release strap on here, so. So it's just but, boop,
1: boop. Now, I know some of the straps you can get are, st- are you can buy, like, quick-release leather yeah. and
0: stuff like that. So they sent all these. Uh, That's a fuckload of straps, bro. It, it is, and the sad part is the only two I'd probably wear, three, are what? these three. These are all blue and black and Bond, NATOs, and.
1: What company is that?
0: Blue Shark. Um, so blue this shark. is a nice NATO leather. Oh, yeah, that is really nice. This right here, this is a sailcloth or uh Perlon? I don't know what it is. I like it. It's like burgundy and tan and then this green canvas. I, I bet you that burgundy
1: and tan might look good on your uh, Oris with the with the bronze, potentially. The tan and the burgundy? Maybe. Maybe not, because the green face might be weird.
0: Yeah, I don't think so. Well, it's also the wrong size. Oh, uh, is it? They sent me... The, most of those are 22 millimeter, and most of my watches are 20. Uh, and this is the only 22 I have. So, they all have to go on this or not at all. But this, I think, would look really good. This this burgundy with the black face.
1: I should try, now that summer's coming, try to uh, put some like NATOs, some nylon NATOs and stuff. I don't feel like leather's the best thing in the wear to uh, wear in the summer because they get stinky as fuck because you sweat in them and they start smelling.
0: You look um, like Coyote Peterson out there. Yeah, dude, it's, it's not good.
1: But, jumping uh, in
0: lakes with freaking leather cuff on his watch.
1: Yeah, dude, what's with the leather cuffs, bro? Like, again, no judgment if that's your deal. Like, certain guys, they like the leather, but, like, it just seems uncomfortable.
0: Like, you know what I mean? I'm all about comfort, man. Dude, these are comfortable, but the really comfortable ones are elastic.
1: Yeah, you said those elastic ones that you had were super comfortable. Yeah. I've never had one of those. I don't know, man. I just, I like bracelets. Yeah, I tell you, I, I have noticed, though, it's Florida, and like I said, it's hot. It's about time it's, to back out the old micro it it's about hard. time to it's about time to back out the old micro adjustment by by a, a, a peg or two. So, as I was you ever heard of Barkin' Jack? Yeah. He makes straps, and I think he makes some of cordovan, which look really nice.
0: So this is the Oris, not Oris, Christopher Ward bracelet. Uh-huh. That came off this watch. Uh huh. So as I said, quick release, quick release bracelet. Back. But I don't know why
1: more companies don't do that.
0: But if I oh, can, dude, I
1: haven't lit my fucking cigar yet. What the this. hell am I doing? Oh yeah, that's like the um. You know what else? Uh, another watch that has that is the Tudor. Uh, the Tudor the the titanium one. The what the fuck's it called?
0: Uh, I don't I don't know. I think there's one. Is it the Pelagios? The PL- Pelagos Pelagos whatever it is. Well, yeah, that's uh, the
1: one. It's got the same thing. It's that spring loaded
0: like. Well, one of them is spring loaded and auto adjusts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one doesn't auto adjust. This one has a little tab that you pull, and then you just oh, oh. you just move it in and out. No, so the pull pe- that tab Pelagos. Right. That's what it Pelagos. is. The Pelagos.
1: The Pelagos. Yeah. It like you said, it's it's spring loaded and it just auto adjusts.
0: Yeah. Like, so this one, you just it's got like six or seven micro adjusts, and you just pull that tab and slide the bracelet in and out. I mean, uh, Zelo's budget brand. Uh, they have this as well. Not super budget anymore. They well, they have some like twelve hundred dollar watches. Here's the thing.
1: If budget brands are doing it, budget in parentheses, because micro like, brand is a better, experience. right? Like, yeah, better. I don't want to demean their, their clout or whatnot, but, uh, why wouldn't all the other brands be, doing? it can't cost that much money to put a little micro adjust in there and some spring loaded, easy release clips. I mean, yeah. it can't add that
0: much money. This is like, my favorite bracelet by far. By the way. And you can There's tell smoking the night, by the way. Uh, you can tell how much I've worn this. Look how beat up that clasp is. Placencia,
1: Placencia, Alma del Fuego,
0: Fuego. Hey, have you have any? Have you had any Southern Draw cigars? Oh yeah, dude. I'm a big fan of the Southern Draw. I have one at home. Fuck. I, I haven't smoked it yet.
1: This, the Rosa Sharon was really good. Um, it's a Slancero, but there's. Um, I used to quick draw. Southern Draw, Quick Draw, they're inexpensive. I think that's what I I have at home. I used to get those for my budget cigars because you can get a pack of 20 of those for, I'm going to misquote the price, so I don't want to say, but I think they're only about $3 or $4 a piece, right? When you break down per per stick, which you can get cheaper bundle cigars, but still, $3 or $4 a stick is pretty inexpensive, Uh, and they are excellent. I mean, they're very good, and they're like a Corona. Uh, The ones I had were like Corona, which is one of my favorite sizes.
0: Well, I have one at home that I haven't smoked. Uh, I haven't had. If it's a
1: quick draw, you're really going to like it.
0: I haven't had the LCA drop. I have a few of them at home, but I haven't smoked any. Uh, but one that I've really been enjoying lately is. Uh, oh, I'm going to totally forget what it is now. Totally did. <sighs> yep. Totally blinked. Uh, is, it, is, it, is it a bravada thing? No, 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 no. It's one that they had at the cigar loft when I went by. Uh, and
1: uh, Dude, by the way, while you're thinking about it, you know, Provada is about to give away a fucking car.
0: Yeah, I saw that.
1: <laughs> and not like a piece of shit car, like a fucking, I don't know how much they've talked about, so I don't want to give anything away if they haven't said, they might've already said, but I, like.
0: I thought it was in the email.
1: It's like a 50 or $60,000 car, dude. I think it's like a brand new souped out charger or something like that. Like it's. They're giving away a fucking car. Like that's not like a small giveaway.
0: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I swear I saw something. I don't know. Let's see if uh. Mm. And I know I've
1: said that I was gonna give away one of the version one man cards on here, and I am. I already shipped those back to Chad. He's got them, but we're waiting on some boxes. Because I remember I told you we were just you were just gonna get the man card. We didn't have any of the wood boxes because they were extras we had. Chad was like, "No, if we're gonna ship them, let's just order some boxes. So when we do give the giveaway on that, you'll get the full treatment—the wood walnut box and the whole thing."
0: So yeah, it's a Dodge we,
1: Charger. We will do a giveaway on that. Uh, yeah, it's dude. He sent me a picture of it.
0: That bitch is fly. Like, dude, I gotta know what this cigar was. What, what brand? Do you remember brand? No, that's what I can't remember.
1: Damn it. So it was—it wasn't an LCA release or anything. It was just a, a random cigar they had there. Yeah. Do you remember the size, the color, anything that could narrow down? I could think about. It,
0: it was it was brown. <laughs>
1: it was brown, tubular shaped.
0: It had like a red and gold or orange and gold wrap or wrapper or band if you want to call it that. Dude, I am I'm, I'm not hmm. going to even try. We we tried this on the phone. Remember that night we tried this on the phone? Yeah. And it's true. and I was trying to get you to remember. I don't even remember what it is now. It was a Drew Estate or something. I don't know. Whatever, we'll move on. Um, I'll remember yeah, it, never.
1: I, I can't remember the fucking, I, I, I can't remember all the details, but when Brian told me they were giving oh, me Oh, Perdomo.
0: Perdomo, yeah, Perdomo, Perdomo Habano Sun Grown is what it was.
1: That's a good one. I, there's quite a few Perdomos that I've, I've really enjoyed. They do some barrel age stuff that's really good. Some like bourbon barrel, I think they're bourbon barrel age and rum barrel age. They do some barrel age stuff um, That's that's real tasty. He actually reached out to me a while back and wanted to do something like be on the channel or or whatever and it was right in the middle of like a whole lot of shit going on and I said I'd get back to him and i I hadn't had a chance to but um wow oh, dude sure. wow dude <laughs> laranja laranjas I had in one of my my bundles that I put out
0: with pravada one time a laranja is a great cigar well how how's the belts we uh
1: Actually, talk about coffee for a minute. Take
0: a little moment to talk about the subject of this podcast, just a brief moment, and then we can get back to fucking around. Uh, Did I
1: leave him downstairs?
0: (laughs) You are drinking a cortado.
1: Cortado, yeah. It's like my favorite.
0: So, what is it exactly?
1: It is, and there are different variations and varieties of recipes that people do, but in general, it is a double shot of espresso with around one to two ounces of milk, right? So where like a a cafe latte or something like that, you've got like a shot or a double shot of espresso and then like six or eight ounces of milk. So it's a very milk forward beverage. A Cortado is usually 50, 50 milk to espresso or more espresso than milk. So it's a very espresso forward drink. But it's got a little bit of the steamed milk in there just to give it a little bit of a little bit of creaminess. You know what I mean? And I think they're fucking delicious. I drink them all the time. I think they're great.
0: Okay, now that we got that out of the way, we can go back to talking about stuff people actually care about. No I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, no, what a lot of you Well, somebody's really mad outside. Uh, what what a lot of you probably don't realize or know or realize. is that before i had the best damn edc i had a website called best damn coffee and i went hard in the paint on coffee like hard i went from zero to a 100 in a very short amount of time and really got super into coffee like Focusing on different pour techniques and oh, dude, there's
1: and, and if you go down the single origin hole, like that's a whole nother rabbit hole of shit that you can go down. Varietals it's,
0: and where they get, like how high, like the elevation that they're grown um, in the soil and, well, and how the, they're processed. The processing te- and yeah, all yeah of, dude, like,
1: the natural processed or washed, like that's. I have found, by the way, that I actually I think I prefer naturally processed processed coffees. They tend to be a little sweeter. more in my wheelhouse, a little sweeter, a little thicker kind of uh, just, I don't know. I, I generally like the, the, the whole vibe of them a little better than the
0: washed coffee. Well, I have since forgotten a lot of what I knew about coffee because uh, it's been like four years. And I I have all the equipment in the other room, actually. I have a gooseneck kettle with variable temp. I have a oh, Aeropress yeah. press and a hand grinder and – a scale and that I have like my whole coffee kit. Um, the plan was to make this little barrel right here, the coffee station and then have all the whiskey on the wall. I just haven't done that yet, but uh, I love coffee, but I think I did to coffee what I do with a lot of my hobbies. And that is I turn it into work <laughs> and then it's no longer fun. Well, dude, that's
1: like the guitar thing, right? Like, a lot of people have asked me, I, I I played the guitar a long time ago and then I had young kids and I didn't play the guitar for years because it was just, it was one of those hobbies that got backburnered, right? So I didn't play for years and years and years. And more recently, I hung my guitars back up in my room so they'd be in my face and I started practice again. And people are, I've have several people ask me like, when are you going to do a video on your guitars or, you know, whatever? And I'm like, I'm really trying not to put that in. I, I needed a hobby that wasn't tied into YouTube, right? Because, with what we do, it is so easy for all hobbies to end up being a video, right? And then yeah. it kind of makes all your hobbies work.
0: See, I have the, the added benefit that I, I... We talk about whiskey here, and we talk about cigars, but that's not the content I create on the channel. So for me, right. this is still just fun. Like We just talk, we just hang right. out, and, and I can still enjoy whiskey and, and cigars. And technically... It's a business write-off because we're talking about it. We're producing content. I'm giving information to the world. I mean, not that I have a <laughs> deep vat of information on any of this stuff. but
1: Oh, don't get me wrong. I wrote that guitar off when I bought that guitar oh, and yeah, the new exactly. amp I got. I wrote that shit off because I, I truly plan, A, it's a prop, right? Yep. And, and B, I really do plan on, once I get back into the swing, recording some of my own music for my videos and stuff like, you know, some guitar tracks. And like I had said about maybe, you know, doing the guitar lick for the beginning of the podcast and stuff. So I am going to use it for business, but I I don't think I'm going to start doing any kind of reviews or anything on the channel. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe,
0: I think if you can have like a tasteful amount and and be a little topical on a subject, like talking about your guitar and maybe your history with guitars and blah, 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 but not it turning into this guitar, you know, like,
1: Right. I don't, I'm trying not to go there. And that's exactly
0: what I mean about like the whiskey here and the cigars. (laughs) I I can keep it topical and fun and not absolutely suck the life out of a hobby. And that is exactly like, I've explained a little bit in the patrons channel and the discord about the changes that I'm making to best MEDC. And you know about these changes. I have, Given you my Ted talk on the changes and asked for your opinion <laughs> at least 30 times now over the last year. Uh, me and
1: Rockwell talked about you the other day.
0: I, hey, he gave me a therapy session. Uh, <laughs> is that what he told you?
1: <laughs> well, he just said that you guys had talked about it. He's like, man, he just needs to go his direction and calm down. Yeah. He just needs to go his direction and do his thing. Like, yeah. You know what I mean, so, like, I've been
0: telling him that for fucking years. He didn't listen to me. So I did it. I uploaded two Land Rover videos to best MEDC and people were like, this isn't EDC. And I'm like, fuck you i don't care uh (laughs) but no like what i mean is like that land rover and overlanding content i just want it to be fun i'm learning stuff as i go and i'm just kind of filming it as i go and it's really more of a journey and a process it's not like i'm an expert because i sure as shit am not uh that (laughs) suspension (laughs) took way longer than expected the lift kit looks great but it took a lot of effort and a lot of frustration, and uh, lift
1: kits are paying the dick. Well, yeah. unless it's an old Jeep, it's all leaf springs, and then you just basically unbolt everything, put new leaf springs under it, bolt <laughs> everything back up, and your Bob's your uncle. But yeah. when you start getting into independent suspension, wishbones, and all, I mean, it, it gets a little, you got angles that get fucked up, and all. It, yeah, it's a pain in the ass.
0: So I'm not trying to position myself as an expert. I'm just enjoying it and having fun with it. And the minute it becomes not fun to make content about that. I'll probably stop making content about that. And and the, the content on the channel isn't going in the overland direction. It's going uh, in the direction that I want it to, which is mm-hmm. just more. Right? Like, you're still going to get EDC videos every single week. That, no problem. You're still going to get, you know, the EDC weekly. Not weekly, but you'll still get it. And product features and brands and all this stuff. But... I'd say one out of every three or four videos is going to be just something different that I enjoy. Coffee, you could do. I could do a coffee video. I could do whatever I want. And that's
1: sorry. Just keep talking. I need there were some questions people were asking about yeah. smoking, so I was trying to. While you were just continuing to hold it up so they could see it.
0: Uh, so that that's all I'm saying is like I just I just need to have like one little thing that's not EDC to be able to continue doing EDC. So. You don't want to watch them. Don't watch them. But they're going to happen regardless.
1: They're going to watch them, man. They're going to watch them. Follow you on your journey. It doesn't have to all be EDC.
0: Fuck it. Yeah. Um, but to get back to. But yeah, the to get coffee. back to.
1: Uh yeah, the 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 guitars we talked about. That's I, that's going to be mild stuff. But I don't want to get it too much in the channel. But coffee, I do a lot of stuff on my channel. But it's okay. It's fine. I love coffee though. I. Coffee, I think, it's, and I don't know. I'm sure since you've gotten into cigars, I normally like you know, to drink coffee. Coffee, 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 coffee. coffee, coffee. coffee. See, I, I, um, I you've probably noticed this since you started smoking cigars more. It might be a better pairing with coffee than it is with whiskey, and that's hard for me to say because I love cigars and whiskey, but I think cigars and coffee might even be better than cigars and whiskey.
0: The only reason I disagree. Is uh-huh. because I never smoke a cigar when I wake up like you do. I have right. only ever had a cigar basically right before bed and I drink whiskey. I don't drink coffee before I go to bed, so it's more of a timing thing for oh, me. Oh
1: dude, you should you should for sure or maybe well yeah, I guess if you're doing it at night, you're not gonna go out there with a fucking stiff cup of Joe and right before you're trying to go to bed and then be like, Hey, what's up? But yeah,
0: um I had some leftover coffee, like iced coffee, and I had that with my cigar and it tasted good. It was good, but At the same time, it was, like, midnight, and and I was drinking coffee, so.
1: And the thing is, you can get as particular about pairing cigars with coffee as you can about pairing cigars with whiskey, right? Because certain cigars go better with certain types of coffee. You get your single-origin, higher-altitude, lighter, fruitier-type coffees. They're going to go better with certain cigars where you get your, like, more Brazilian, chocolate-noted kind of coffees. They're going to go better with some of your— Sorry. Yeah, uh, I don't know. i say burnt. Like I am a
0: snob when it comes to light roast and maybe a tinge of medium roast, but medium
1: medium is my favorite. Light sometimes gets a little too fruity and and, and tea like for me, and sometimes dark. I like dark roast also. Honestly, I mean, depending on the coffee, uh, black rifle coffee does a coffee called Blackbeard's Revenge, I think is what it's called. And I love that shit, and it's dark. It's a dark roast. But okay. I usually prefer me, medium. Medium roast is usually
0: my wheelhouse. Let me explain this in the nicest way possible, Jeremy. In, in terms that you're definitely going to understand, because I'm going to compare it to red meat.
1: Okay. Oh, yeah, I love red meat. Love red Let's meat. Please go.
0: Do you like a well-done steak?
1: Well, I mean... A steak yeah. or beef?
0: Steak. No. Okay. So Absolutely think not. of coffee you are, and roasting. You
1: are cr- committing a fucking crime against humanity if you were e- cooking your steak well done.
0: Okay, I'm glad we're on the same page. So take that same logic and apply it to coffee. So coffee, the more you cook it, the more flavor you are taking out of it, and you're you're, you're replacing flavor with. With char, (laughs) right? No, and I get that. But
1: honestly, sometimes I'm in the mood for that char. I get your comparison. The only difference that I say your comparison is with steak. It's not just a flavor thing. It's also a texture and a dryness thing, right? Like a well done steak is tough. It's dry. It's not near as juicy and tender and everything else. It's not just a flavor thing with steak. the 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 full the dark roast and coffee doesn't change the dryness. It doesn't make it, but Sometimes I'm in the mood for that kind of like smoky, burnt kind of flavor, right? With some cigars, that goes really well.
0: Yeah, um, no, and I can get that. What, what irks me more than, um, than anything, drink what you want. I don't give a shit if you sure, like, sure, you know, sure, 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 sludge sure. in your coffee. Like, I don't care. <laughs> what kills me is, is mostly like older people who are like, I like my coffee strong and dark. And I'm like,
1: yeah, light roast coffee stronger.
0: Okay, so you really just like something Furt. that tastes worse. It's bitter and acrid and like, ugh. And, and you're thinking in your head because you've been told this for years that that's stronger. It is stronger in flavor, but in no other way. You're literally just suffering well, for false advertising that you, you know learned a long time ago.
1: I mean, that this isn't a Robusta versus. Statement. Is that this is a universal statement because certain beans have more caffeine than others from regions and stuff just based on where they're grown and whatnot. But generally speaking, light roast coffee has more caffeine than dark roast because you actually burn off some of the caffeine in the roasting
0: process. Correct. But there's another, so lot argument, lot people, that, lot, there's another argument that you get more caffeine back when you start weighing your coffee, which most people don't uh, do. But when you uh-huh. weigh your coffee, your dark roast weighs less because it's true. been... True. It's been cooked longer. you got more
1: water removed out of it. So yeah, so your, yeah.
0: your light roast weighs more. You end up getting less actual coffee than you do. So I think it really kind of balances out. There is a ton of pseudoscience, and that's one thing Tons. I learned when I really got deep into coffee is these guys James out Hoffman, here, right? like, twisting their mustaches and talking about, like, fucking James. if you, if you don't twist your wrist right when you're pouring the water, <laughs> then...
1: Dude, that's why I wore my glasses tonight because I wanted to, wanted to look like I worked at a coffee house or something. You know? Yeah, all the guys have the dark rim glasses and you know the the mustaches that do like you know the, you know yeah. the whole thing.
0: Yeah, that's I like a, I just feel like putting my I that's a criteria like for a for a latte art competition. You got to have facial <laughs> hair that's like wacky and goofy, and then <laughs> you know you got to like but, salt bay everything into the drink.
1: But I honestly love all three. I like some things about light roast and depending on the mood I'm in medium is probably my favorite because it's kind of right down the middle of the road, right? Like that's why I think it's my usual go-to is medium, but sometimes I'm in a mood for like crazy dark roast. Um, Somebody had mentioned in the comments uh, our opinions on black rifle coffee. We have very differing opinions on black rifle coffee.
0: I love it. I haven't had it and we've talked about that. From what I've yes. read from other people who are into coffee mm-hmm. it's okay
1: if look if but you're they super, really like
0: that dark roast and that that's the first turnoff for me if, if you're a coffee super, company
1: well they have light roasts yeah they have light medium roast um, but I think they're best selling stuff darker roast because in general like you were saying a lot of your American palate I think leans
0: toward the dark it's right? like that Diner coffee, darker's better, stronger. It's going right. to make you more of a man. Like, it's just kind of fucking bullshit, right? That's what turns me away from companies that market like that. Instead of being like, no, this one we roasted light because of this. And this right. one we roasted medium because it had these notes that really kind of opened up when we roasted it like this. That is what I go for in a coffee company, not... Darker is better. Like, that just doesn't... Well, but in Black Rifle's defense, they don't advertise that. I know. They don't
1: advertise darker is better. They actually advertise different roasts for different things, and they give you the whole flavor profile of what the light, medium, th- dark is. I
0: think they've changed with the, we'll say, growth and expansion of... It was called the third Company. wave coffee. Uh, oh, I don't what know it? what they call it now. Not not the brand. Like, the movement in coffee was oh, called gotcha, third gotcha. wave and that was when your craft coffee companies started popping up. Like Stumptown got really big, and then was, were, they were considered part of that. Blue Bottle. Um, this was all happening back in like 2015, 2016. But you you had companies like, and and especially Death Wish. I think they were one of the worst perpetrators of that, and and they did like dark roast everything. But they were also dark roasting because the coffee tasted like shit because they weren't using Arabica beans. They were using some, but they were using mostly Robusta. Robusta,
1: which is a cheaper bean. It's
0: a cheaper bean. It doesn't taste as good, but it is high in caffeine. So what Mm -hmm. they were doing is they were blending Arabica and Robusta, and they were putting a lot of emphasis on the high caffeine. And to make it taste okay, they just had to roast the shit out of it. (laughs) Right. Uh, Alex just texted me to tell me that I sound so elitist. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I'm just saying I'd-
0: that I don't like when coffee companies really like lean in on that lack of knowledge about dark roast and strength of yeah. coffee. And they, and they're really just pushing a flavor, which is fine. It's okay. If you like dark roast, but I just hate that. I guess it's a, a factoid. I guess that dark roast is stronger and going to get you going a little better. No. The only reason that you're going to feel a bigger jolt from the dark roast is because it's going to take your, like like shock your taste buds and just wake <laughs> you the fuck up because you're like, Oh my Lord, that's awful. <laughs>
1: it's not. Look, I feel it like is. you have, it, it's awful. I feel, I feel like you have a particular opinion about the, the flavor profiles of dark roast, right? Yes. Just it like, tastes like, awful. Just like I've had a lot of people swear up and down that Islas are awful. They're like, Islas are awful. They taste like tires and rubber and medicinal. And who the fuck likes Islas? They're all disgusting. That's called being yeah. wrong. <laughs> well, but I feel like it's the same with the dark roast, right? Like, it's not that there's anything wrong with dark roast. Like I said, I like those flavors sometimes. But I do agree with you that I think people have a misconceived... View of dark roast that they're stronger and that that's better because it's been roasted longer and I, I I it's just a flavor profile thing. You know, if you want light fruity notes, then you go for a light roast. Mediums kind of in the middle of the road, and then dark roast they've burnt most of that light fruity shit out and it's usually dark and a little bitter sometimes. If you like chocolatey notes, normally your medium or your dark roast is going to be where to go because you don't get a lot of chocolate in light roast coffees, right? So I think it just depends on what flavor palette you're going for.
0: Yeah, well, really. I, the other thing that really bugs me... Starbucks roast the fuck out of their coffee. That, that's Starbucks. exactly where I was going with that. I was about to say... They
1: roast the fuck
0: out of their coffee. I was about to say the, the one thing that bothers me more than anything else when it comes to coffee is Starbucks. Like, as a company, as a whole, just everything that they have created, they have just perpetrated this incorrect information. Like, their light roast, their blonde roast. Which is a it is light roast. It is. It's, it's a darker best. than most mediums that I drink. Yeah, yeah. They're it's dark. Light it's dark. is super dark for a light roast. And uh, and granted, there are some light roasts that are just way too light. Like I've yeah. come across a few that are they're they're so light that the flavor is not even really like you just don't get much out of it. It's very tea like, like you were saying. But right. uh, And then there are some. See, crazy my wife people who does drink not like light roast coffee.
1: coffee. There's, My wifey does not like light roast coffee. There, doesn't like any of it. I've I've given her no less than probably ten or fifteen different lice roasts, trying to get her to like one. She's hated all of them. Well, the, well, there like are any.
0: some people, who, crazy people out there who drink green coffee.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, it's probably that probably
0: tastes fucking. Horrible, it's gotta be. Honestly. It's gotta <laughs> taste like like it's earthy and just not good. Weird yeah.
1: and tangy, probably <laughs> probably a little like. I would assume that sour. I would think probably. if it's green, I, I would imagine there's some sourness in there. I, I, I don't, don't know.
0: know. Acidic
1: off? Yeah, somebody said acidic. I would imagine the acidity is off the charts because usually your lighter roast coffees are a little more acidic.
0: That's what gives you those more floral and and fruity yeah. notes.
1: Um, my wife likes medium to dark. She's in one. Of the, she's one of those people that like you would probably be like you, you don't know the fuck because she prefers a darker ro- roast coffee. I just that's just. Because she likes that darker, smoky, chocolate kind of thing, right? Like, and if that's if you want that darker, almost smoky, chocolatey kind of thing, usually you're going to be like a medium to dark roast coffee.
0: So, I went to Hawaii uh, a few years ago, like three ish, four years ago. I don't know how long ago it was. Anyway, I was in Hawaii.
1: They make good coffee. Everybody's at like, Kona. everybody's
0: like, get some Kona coffee while you're in Hawaii. It's good, and it's it's not it's nothing fantastic. It's good, dude. It was awful. You thought it was awful? Dude, I got a one-pound bag. and It may have even been a half pound or 12 ounces. I'm not sure. Whatever size it was, that bag was 50 bucks. So I made sure it was like good shit. (laughs) Wow,
1: dude. There's the button. Wow, Wow,
0: dude. Wow, dude. Yeah, man. I was like, this is going to be great. Dude, I brought it home, opened up the bag. The beans were sticking together. It was so oily. Like, they roasted the absolute fuck. Out of that coffee. Yeah. The stuff
1: that I've had that was Kona coffee, I don't feel like. Well, I've
0: had like Kona coffee, but that was like, I swear to God, they just roasted that shit straight on the lava. Like that's the only explanation. It was so roast, like just oily and burnt. Like, no. Maybe it was a a lemon. Maybe I got a bad batch. I did not enjoy it I like
1: that, and I also like the Blue Mountain coffee. I think it was called Blue Mountain that I got when I was in Jamaica. I thought that coffee was good.
0: I'm pretty sure it's called Blue Mountain. One of the coolest coffees I ever had. I don't like tequila, like, at all. Mm-hmm. I think tequila tastes and smells like dirty socks. Um,
1: <laughs> so then you really love... Um,
0: mezcal. Yeah. I like Mezcal. So, oh, do you? Yeah, it, it's that weird thing. It's like all you tequila is Mezcal. Though. All Mezcal is not tequila. It's it's like scotch and whiskey, right? That's the relationship. Uh, tequila is like scotch, and Mezcal is like herb. Yeah, mezcal to bourbon, you know what I mean. But uh, no, so this was a coffee. It was a medium roast coffee that had been aged in tequila barrels, and it was good. It was awesome. really good, and it smelled really sweet. Like it wasn't flavored. They just aged it in the barrels. Uh, that was a really you know cool thing, and that was very expensive. It was an eight ounce bottle. It came in a bottle. Horrible idea. Do not <laughs> do not store freshly roasted coffee in a bottle bad idea because
1: yeah. well, it needs to off gas it too. needs
0: to off gas so i get <laughs> the bottle and i cut the wax seal with my knife and i just push Paya! i push the cork okay before i go any further i think like it, a champagne bottle I think it was 70 dollars for this eight ounce bottle jesus half Christ. pound 70 dollars. cut the seal pop the cork and the coffee goes Phew! not just the cork <laughs> the coffee goes with it like half of the <laughs> bottle, and I'm like, literally, I'm. <laughs> I had to go put my dogs up and go pick up beans all over my apartment. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's awesome. You're like, don't eat those
1: beans. That's like a five dollar bean. Yeah. Stop, don't eat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: but it was really good. The, the coffee itself was very, very good. I enjoyed every last minute of it. Um, yeah. Have a you ever people... gotten any like go weird ahead. coffees like that, or like any geishas? Have you ever had a geisha? Uh,
1: like a geisha girl? Yeah. Yes. No, never have. So, Geisha Um, coffee
0: comes from, and I'm probably going to be totally wrong on this. Alex Mora, who is a Discord mod, he's in the chat. He's probably going to be correct me. He's face palming through all this because I am so out of the loop on on my coffee knowledge, so rusty on it. But from what I understand, Geishas come from the original trees. So, there are some really old trees that are still producing coffee, the original trees. And those Geishas are... The, the coffees are from those. Uh, I'm probably wrong. There are two different types of geishas, and I, I don't remember the distinction between them, but uh, they can be very expensive. They can be like $100 for a pound. Um, yeah, dude, that's expensive.
1: That's like that cat shit coffee.
0: <laughs> yeah, so that is uh, Kopi Luwak, and it's not from cat. Mm-hmm. Well, it is from cats. It's from civets. It's
1: it's like a little marsupial cat-like yeah, thing. that's that actually very bad. Okay,
0: okay, so Alex is... Alex is saying I'm wrong. Uh, Alex, please correct me because I'm so – my brain doesn't work anymore. Explain I mean, what geishas says, are. Um, no, you are wrong. But some of them can be very, very expensive, and and there is a difference in the spelling of geisha. There are two different types of geishas. I do know that, and, and the spelling is very important. But
1: so you're, you're not talking like geisha, like geisha girl. Talking like
0: a geisha. Guy. I'm gonna have to Google it just because I know I'm sounding like an idiot right now. I'm so. Dude, my allergies have been wearing me out. My eyes have been
1: dry and itchy for like three days. That's why I don't have my contacts in. I got my glasses. Like my eyes are driving me nuts. Sorry, didn't mean to derail you. Okay. Everybody wondering so why I'm over here rubbing my eyes.
0: It's from the Geisha Forest in Ethiopia.
1: Oh, there's a lot of coffee made in Ethiopia. So it
0: is grown in several other nations, such as Colombia. Geisha coffee. Co- Sometimes referred to as a geisha coffee, so it's spelled two different ways: G E I S H A and G E S H A. Um, I found
1: that a ton of the Brazilian blends I really like.
0: Here's one from 2020: Why a pound of Panama geisha coffee cost a thousand dollars and twenty nine no one thousand twenty nine dollars and was worth it. Yeah,
1: damn, that's too much money there's, for coffee. There's a bro. coffee
0: shop that sells a three hundred dollar cup of coffee.
1: Yeah, no, I'm out, bro. Like, don't be wrong. Look. America, i love coffee and i do not mind paying a premium price for good coffee i do not i have an expensive coffee machine i have an expensive fucking um gooseneck kettle thing from uh stag
0: fellow you know the fellow stag fellow
1: fellow stag i have an expensive espresso with semi expensive espresso machine i'm about somebody had asked earlier when i was doing my uh collaboration with whole latte love they were Putting together this new espresso machine that I was going to do, a, a help them do the launch on the stuff. I don't know, man. They've been dragging their damn feet. It's taken them forever. Like, um, and not all to their fault, you know, with the pandemic and everything. There's a lot of supply chain issues and stuff. It was probably the ever
0: given stuck in. The it's canal. it's a lot of tough shit, but it's, yeah, I, boat I'm trying to. Now had all of them on it, didn't it?
1: Yeah, I'm trying to get um, that collaboration out, but it's pending them getting this prototype of this machine out to me. But anyway, a uh, point wait I was wait making, it. wait. Ooh, oh, that was, that good, was good. That was a good, um, point is, um, I don't mind spending a premium on a hobby that I, 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 enjoy and, you know, do some of the finer things, so to speak, but a couple grand for a fucking pot of caught. Col- no, like that was that, a bag was a pound that that's still, man, that's pushing it, bro. Like, like what's why is that worth a couple thousand dollars? Like okay, oh, 1, I got 000. a couple of bottles of scotch. I got a couple of bottles of scotch back here that are like seven eight hundred dollars, but that shit was in a barrel for forty fucking years, which is why it was so expensive. Why is a damn pound of coffee two thousand dollars?
0: Okay, it's one thousand. Keep saying the go, It's one thousand.
1: Okay, sorry. Why? Well, one thousand. Still, it's that's still cr- a lot. It's, a, it's it's fucking coffee. Value coffee does it take sold. like a couple months to grow? You pick the fucking beans and move on with your day. Like I don't understand what what makes it so expensive. Trying
0: to skim, I, I don't know. It's a geisha. That's all I know.
1: I don't understand that. Like, and again, I'm not. You know, I don't. I don't. I'm know. not trying to. I'm not trying to poo poo anybody
0: that that. Um, well, there's. Hey, I told you about those cigars that are like two thousand dollars.
1: Yeah, that's dumb to me, too. And I'm a huge cigar nut, but I'm not paying $2,000 for a cigar. There is no cigar that's worth 2000 They $2, sell them in dollars. a whole
0: box. The box is like, yeah. no. what was it? No. Hang on.
1: It's just not worth two grand. Like, I guarantee you that cigar is no better than a cigar you can get for $20. Oh,
0: yeah. It's just not. Oh, God. Gurkha Royal Courtesy no, Cigar know. at $1 million. Okay. One cigar for a million dollars?
1: Okay, for a million dollars, like Jessica Biel better have rolled that with her pussy
0: lips or something.
1: Okay, like that is okay, ridiculous.
0: Okay, okay. It is the Gurkha Royal courtesan cigar at $1 million infused with Remy Martin Black Pearl Louis 8? What? I don't know what that is. I don't know, dude. We're talking about $100,000 cigar box of... Gurka Black Dragons, one hundred and fifteen thousand dollars for a box. Gran Habano number five, no, El Gigante, one hundred eighty-five thousand. I'm,
1: I'm out. I'm out. It, it, and he, uh, uh, double Corona Regis. Like, I said Jessica. <laughs> I said Jessica Beal. Now people are in the comments like, mm, Jessica Beal. She's so hot." <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 the law of diminishing returns, right? I think we've talked about this before. I know Pete's talked about it when, with cameras before on his channel. We've talked about it on the podcast with knives and various different things. Like, I guess if you're just fucking loaded and you've got nothing else to do with your money, then sure, buy a $2,000 cigar and a $1,000 pound of coffee. But like, man, is are they really going to be any different than I, a $20 cigar? I have to or think a there's, there's a, a
0: marketing side to it, right? That they get some crazy famous person to buy it for a thousand dollars and then they're known as that company, but you know, people learn through that that they have other stuff. That's really the only thing that would make sense to me, other than just, you know, being out of touch with reality, I guess. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't get it, man. I don't get it. I mean, again, this coming from a guy that Obviously I do reviews on pretty expensive whiskey sometimes and expensive cigars and stuff. So I'm not poo-pooing people that like to spend a little bit of money on some of the finer things in life. But man, there's a fucking limit there where it's like, okay, let's calm down. I am Jesus I am Christ.
0: I am poo-pooing people who drink dark roast coffee.
1: <laughs> See, I try not to poo-poo anybody. I joke around and bust balls about truly and stuff like that. But like honestly, I try to follow as as much as I can. The motto of like, man, do what you want. Like, if if you want to drink dark roast coffee, and that's what you enjoy, say that.
0: But then vegans,
1: well, that's because those aren't actual humans. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm I'm mostly joking about vegans too, right? Like, I bust balls. Like I said, I'm gonna bust balls and and give vegans shit, and uh, you know, people who drink truly shit. But at the same time, man, if you don't want to eat meat, don't eat meat. Like, it's all good. It's it's your life. Do what you want. If if you want to drink truly, fucking do it up. If if you want to drink dark roast coffee, do it. If you want to spend a thousand dollars on a pound of coffee, hey, you know what I mean. Go go for your shit. But I still have an opinion on this stuff, and I think vegans are trash. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I, my, I have some relatives that are vegans, and I love them very much. So I obviously don't really feel. So that you
0: way didn't enough. answer the question, and that's because we got side-railed Because
1: what was the question? I'm uh, sorry.
0: Have you ever had like one of those you know more expensive or I would say almost novelty coffees, like that—that that, uh, tequila infused or not infused, but tequila aged coffee uh, was definitely novelty. The, mo-
1: the most expensive, uh, what? I, not most expensive, but the most, the closest thing to what I would call novelty coffee, and I hate to call it novelty coffee because I feel like it's. And some people had talked about it in the chat earlier is uh, oaken Bond. And if you've never had that, you should definitely try some. I'll send you some, or, or I'll get you hooked up with the Oak, Oak and Bond guy. They're really nice. Is that bourbon it infused? Is, we,
0: or bourbon it's whiskey well, aged. It's, it's, well, it's
1: whiskey. It's whiskey barrel. So he does scotch, bourbon. I think he's had some rye. So he's see that's that's all what
0: the, I'm talking about. That's good. That's not necessarily novelty. I call it novelty because like the one I got came in a tequila bottle. You know, like it was a little bit novelty, but it was done very professionally by professionals who love what they're doing. So it wasn't like a gimmick. Right. Shit was aged in tequila bar- or tequila barrels, so yeah, it's not. Yeah, novelty coffee is probably a bad name for it, but it's something like different and a little more expensive, and something that you kind of treat yourself to, and not something you're going to well, drink every day. And
1: I'll say this about Oaken Bond that I've talked very highly of Oaken Bond numerous times on videos. I love Oaken Bond. I think they make a really good product. Those guys are true whiskey and coffee nerds, so like they are in it for the love of the game. Right. right, which is the kind of companies I appreciate. They're not in it just to make a dollar. Don't get me wrong, everybody's in it for profit, or you couldn't be in business, but they're not in it just for the money. They truly, I've talked to that guy on the phone, he is a whiskey nerd. He loves whiskey, he loves coffee, right? Which I think those kind of companies make the best products because they truly love what they're doing, right? It's uh, like the,
0: the, the there's two big breweries here in Concord. There are more breweries, but uh-huh. two, big, two of the bigger ones. Um, Mm -hmm. and it's so funny because one of them is more, you know, a a hobby for some guys who had some money. Um, They make good beer. It's good. I drink it. I like it. But then next to them, directly next to them, like you could throw a rock and hit the other building, they're beer nerds. Like they are beer nerds, and it shows. and, And you can see the difference in, like, the financial backing, but they're such beer nerds that it's just, it's working right? and they've been bottlenecked by the size of where they are. So they're you're expanding into a bigger building, but their beer is some of the best beer in the state. It's so good. I love it. It's expensive, but well, it's worth it because it's so good. And,
1: and I just love, uh, by the way, yes, my Scotch malt whiskey code is still good. I'm sorry. Somebody had asked that. Um, I just like the companies that are true nerds and they're not just in it because they didn't go, oh, I think this is a hip thing that I can make money on. So I'm going to get involved in it and not know shit about it. You know, like I like the companies where they're true nerds and they're in it for the fucking love of the game. Right. And Scotch, uh, or or not Scotch Malt Whiskey is one of those companies, but that's not, that was a Freudian slip because I was answering a question. But um, the guys at Oak and Bond are like that. I will say this I would not drink Oak and Bond coffee all day. Right. Like, because it it really imparts a crazy amount of whiskey flavor into those beans. Yeah. Like, it, it, to me, it almost tastes like you're drinking well,
0: well, that, fucking- That's uh, how that tequila coffee tasted. <laughs> yeah, it tasted- It was, I mean, and it wasn't like so much tequila like you, that I was like, okay, I don't like this because I didn't like tequila, but that I, I no, had no, no, to try no, no. it, you know?
1: But it, it tastes, to me, a lot of those Oaken Bonds almost taste like you put a little whiskey in your coffee. Yeah. Like, yeah, like it's that imagine. much whiskey flavor. It's impressive how much whiskey flavor is imparted on those beans by putting them in the barrel for a little while. But So it's not something I want to drink all day, but I tell you what it is good for. I'm not going to drink it in the morning because I'm just not in the mood for that kind of flavor in the morning. But in the afternoon, with your afternoon cigar, you get you a nice pour-over of some oak and bond. Psh, shit, son. I'd be happy to, to try it. it. I'd, to-
0: I'd like to. I Actually, I'd like to break out my kettle and have a pour-over. I've not made a pour-over in... Damn damn near a year.
1: The guys there are great dudes. I'll send you his information and he'll send you some shit. Like, he's such a cool guy. He loves people that are whiskey nerds and coffee nerds, which you're both. So he will totally love you. Um, And um, I'll I'll get you guys connected.
0: Well, the other coffee that uh, I never don't like, even considered trying uh, is the as we talked about earlier the cat poop coffee
1: uh yeah man i'm not into anything that's been through the intestinal tract of an animal
0: uh, yeah i don't i don't get it don't so get some it people either. say i mean they being whoever uh say it's really good and obviously there's some sort of reason for the madness um but it's apparently like it's becoming more and more taboo, too, because they they put, they put keep these cats in these really poor conditions. They basically put the cats right. in a cage and feed them nothing but coffee cherries. That's
1: yeah, it. That can't be good for them. Well, I think they eat that naturally, but I think they also eat other things, yeah. right? So, like, just eating that all day long is probably not good. They probably don't live a long life. Yeah, there's right? no way they can. They probably- and they
0: literally just feed them that, so they poop it out. And they're processing. That's what they're doing. They're processing the coffee beans through a cat. Yeah, that's just. And do you know how? Do you know how they put the stuff in the market? Do I want to know? They literally scoop up the turds out of the Uh, cat cage. And they put the turd in a basket and they sell it. No, I'm out. See, I'm out. I don't want anything to you do with that. You can't clean it. Like, if you clean it, it kind of ruins the point. Like, it, you... you no. nope. 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 I'm, out. They, I'm they're, out. They're literally... They look like fucking paydays. They look for some they reason, look like paydays. For some,
1: that's disgusting. For, for some reason, a bunch of people keep asking pocket dump. I guess they were maybe over at Blade HQ and they missed the pocket dump. So, a lot of people keep
0: asking. I keep seeing it in the comments. So, I'm just real quick. So, it's Kopi Luak
1: PM two, Tonto.
0: And this is this is for you, Jeremy.
1: I don't want to see the payday, bro. I don't want to see it. <laughs> I don't want to see a cat turd. I don't want to see a cat turd. It, it's, what was the movie with the with the turd? What was it? What was the movie? Oh, it was Caddyshack. It was the first Caddyshack.
0: That. Hell no, dude. Hell no. That is no. Kopee Luwak coffee. For nope. sale in a market. Nope.
1: That is a hard fucking Brad Smith. I was just wasn't even looking at his comment. I was about, I was saying it as I looked down. Brad Smith said, hard pass. And I agree 100%. That's exactly what I was about to say. Hard fucking pass. I'm not eating that. There's no way I'm doing that. Mm-mm. 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 I wonder if that's like dangerous for pregnant women to be around. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you know how like pregnant women aren't supposed to be around cat poop because there's like some microorganism in cat poop that, that can make pregnant.
0: Nope. It's it's literally turd. Dude, that There's one still
1: has turd around it. There's some of those that, like, you can see
0: the, the turd. Like, no, bro. They're selling turds for crazy nope. amounts of money. Nope, I'm out. So those cups of I'm coffee out. can go upwards of, like, $100 for a cup of coffee from this. Here's the thing. I w- if they paid me $100, <laughs> I wouldn't drink that shit. Literal okay? shit, because that's what it is.
1: Exactly. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Mm-mm.
0: What if, you know what? I got it. I got it. 2,000 concurrence. Jeremy's going to have copy Luwak on the, on the podcast.
1: Uh, that's not happening, bro. I'm <laughs> we're we're you right a long now, way from I'll,
0: 2,000. That's 10 times. We're a long
1: way. I, I will smoke an absurdly large donkey cock-like cigar online before I eat or drink cat shit coffee. That is fucking nasty.
0: Speaking of, can I get like, you? I, I'm going to do it. What? what was it called? Was the El Gigante?
1: The El G- El Gigante, El Gigante. But you know, uh, some people were asking for some recommendations earlier. Uh, Black Rifle. Um, it depends on what you're going for, man. Uh, Black Rifle offers a pretty good range of roasts and flavor profiles, depending on and de- depending on what flavor profile you like, and depending on what you plan on doing with the coffee, right? Like their AK 47 blend, I think is a pretty damn good, uh, it's their espresso blend that's meant to be, you know, uh, made, uh, in an espresso drink, rather that's straight espresso or, uh, you know, like we were talking about some of the other espresso drinks earlier, but, uh, I like the AK that's actually what that Cortada I just had was. It was a two ounce shot of the AK 47, uh, blend from black rifle with, uh, two ounces of steamed coffee or, or of uh, steamed milk. Uh, the blackbeard's delight is good. If you like a super dark roast pour over and probably my favorite one, they make pour over is one they make called just black. Um, it's like a medium roast. Um, they suggest doing it in pour over as the optimal brew type. And I think it's really good. So depending on what you want to do and depending on what roast level you prefer, I would probably recommend AK 47 if you want espresso and probably just black. If you want to do pour over. My God, that's a long cigar.
0: It's also like 70 ring gauge. I think it's 70 by 18. I think it's 18 inches long or 20 inches long, something like that.
1: Holy fuck balls, dude. Like, you, I would have to cut that in half and smoke too, because the thing is, I think I would get out of breath trying to draw smoke <laughs> through that big
0: long it's, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? It's because only like, 50 bucks. Like,
1: you know what I mean? You'd have to, like, pull on it, like, two or three was, times
0: to get the smoke through I was it. reading about this, and it's 50 bucks, and uh, it's the the Woody by Oscar. And the guy who did a review on it, he literally cut it into thirds. And I, it, that's what it is. It's is, 21 inches long. He had three 7-inch cigars out of this one roll.
1: Is that a leaf? Somebody said, is that a leaf by Oscar? And it kind of does look like the,
0: the bands they put on those. It's by Oscar. It's it's called the Woody by Oscar.
1: Oh, uh, the Leaf by Oscar is a really cool cigar, and it's actually pretty good. It comes wrapped in an actual, like, whole cigar leaf. Like, the cigar is in there wrapped properly, and then there's, like, another cigar leaf kind of wrapped around the, the cigar. And uh, I like to keep one in my humidor because it's a great kind of – gauge for how the humidity in your your humidor is going right because if that leaf gets super because it's just a loose kind of leaf if it gets super brittle and dry your your humidor is probably a little too dry if it gets wet oh, and dude. real pliable then your your humidor is too Man, too moist and that's how you what happened to me the other night moist
0: moist saturday who hates that saturday word? night moist saturday night you got moist Yeah, i got moist saturday night <laughs> saturday night I it's the first time I had in a long time to sit down and smoke a cigar. So I go out on my back porch, I grab a little whiskey. And I grab my Perdomo habano sun-grown. Go out and sit down, turn on my heater and I'm like, grab a "Oh yeah. Cut it. I need to grab a whiskey in a minute." Lean back in my chair and it just goes whoop, <laughs> out of my hand. I don't know what I what? Did. How did. I don't know what I did, but it shot out of my hand, hit the ground and just goes Actually, no, 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 no. It didn't bust. It looked fine. Picked it up. Lit it. I was like, huh. Boom. I'm like, that's good. Draw. And I just go, and it goes.
1: <laughs> yeah. dude. Shit. If you drop a cigar, and a lot of people don't understand how, <laughs> how, like, if you drop a cigar, and that's why there's, like, this debate, right, on cigars on whether to keep them in the cello or not in the cello when you have them in your humidor. Right, because some people say they don't age as well in cello, but cello protects you from beetle outbreaks in your humidor. It also kind of gives you a little buffer if there's a mold outbreak that it won't get on other cigar. So there, there's all these pros and cons to whether or not to store cigars cello or non-cello. The thing about cello is it does protect them a little bit, right? Because if you drop a cigar, you may not even see the hairline. F- Cracks that the wrapper had, but when you light that thing and it starts to swell a little bit because of the heat, <laughs> it just fucking that crack goes. Yeah, dude, and it, it just
0: cracks all the way up the cigar, and you're like, "Fuck!" That's exactly what happened. It went, it, it popped, it audibly went, yep. And I'm like, Shit. "Yep," Uh and it started burning the wrapper. So I, I had just drawn, and it started burning up the wrapper that had lifted up off the cigar. And I'm like, "Uh." Yep. How do I stop that? And I just yeah. pushed the wrapper back down on, onto the cigar, and it snuffed it out, and it looked horrible. It looked like it'd been through hell and back, and it smoked like a dream.
1: Yeah, sometimes had they, no problem save them. Sometimes they – it depends on how good the binder is, right? Like sometimes the binder is actually in really good shape, and that outside leaf is just kind of there just to hold everything together and to add some flavor because the outside leaf is usually one of the more expensive kind of nicer leaves on a cigar, the wrapper leaf sometimes your binder will have little cracks and holes in it. So the wrapper leaf is sealing all that up, but sometimes the binder is like in perfectly good shape. I've had the wrappers totally blow off a cigar because of various reasons. And I smoked it with just the fucking binder in the filler <laughs> and it smoked. Okay. You yeah. know, it, it, it just depends on the cigar.
0: So the, the benefit I think that I had with that is that the, the band on the Perdomo. Mm-hmm. So it was only a, it was a short Perdomo. So the band's already big and that yeah. really helped a lot.
1: Helped keep everything. Fucking and it didn't. Together. And it didn't
0: crack past the band either. So once I got to the band, I pulled it off, and it was like nothing ever happened. But yeah, that dude, that was a just one of those moments where it's like, fuck, I just bought this, and it's like a, I don't know, thirteen, fourteen dollar cigar, and it just exploded on me. Yeah, dude,
1: I've had some cigars explode just in general. You light them, and they just crack, even though they weren't dropped. And I think that. It, I haven't figured out exactly why that happens yet. I think maybe it has something. I think it's a little too dry cigar. I was little too dry. I was running dry, my, my humidor too, too
0: dry, and every single cigar for like two weeks did that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I think it has I didn't realize.
0: Health. I had. I had that. I have that wood humidor, and I threw some boveda in it, and
1: I still got that fucking humidor. for yeah, you, by the way, come, if we ever fucking meet up in person, so I can get this fucking thing. Out I my need to come get
0: it. But uh, I threw the the bovedas in there, and like three weeks later. I light up a cigar and it it did that it cracked and just it did not burn it was awful and I went back and checked the humidor and that Boveda was rock solid so it oh, just it? It just dried out. out and uh, I I don't look at the uh, hydrometer too much on because it's it's I don't. up and down and all over the place and uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> it said like sixty two or something I am like eh, that might do it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, dude, I don't. I have not looked, and you know, some cigar people are probably going to be like, oh, and like pass out when I say this. I don't even have a hygrometer in my humidor, I don't even have one in there because I have my shit dialed in. And I have found that with sixty-five percent Boveda packs, now this is gonna vary for everybody. So just because I'm saying sixty fives don't work for me, don't take this as the fucking gospel and go throw sixty fives because it depends on where you live. Florida is humid as fuck, so I don't need a lot of humidity in my cigars. I more often than not need to remove a little humidity from my cigars. They get too too damp. They don't burn well. Yep. Especially dark wrapper cigars. Can, they don't they won't burn Can I say so I don't I know can, what it
0: was, but yeah. My last uh, Pravada Farm Road package, all of the cigars mm-hmm. came like wilted,
1: wilted. What do you yeah, mean? They wilted? were like, I'm
0: confused. pruney looking.
1: Well, that could be the wrapper. Some like wrapper leaves have a weird texture to them. I don't know. I'd have to, i have to see what what you mean. Hygrometer,
0: exactly. hydrometer, whatever it is. Get out of here, Steve. <laughs> um, no, uh, I threw them in my humidor, and they kind of like puffed back up yeah so this is i uh, weird I don't know because they felt they still feel soft though like really soft
1: well, and the softness also depends on the roll, right some cigar manufacturers that it's a hard, really hard pack on the roll some it's kind of soft and spongy, it just depends right um but oh and yeah, i I find sixty fives work best, and I've had the same boveda and i don't have the normal boveda packs i have the boveda boxes they're like the big packs um i've got like three or four of them in my humidor i've had those same ones in there for probably almost a year and a half and they're still fine they're starting to get to where i can feel some of the crystals forming in them where i think probably within the next several months i might have to replace them but they've lasted forever and well all my you don't have to replace them perfect
0: you don't have to replace them well you could you can supposedly put them in water. distilled water,
1: but here's the, here's the thing, man. They're not that expensive. Just
0: buy some. Well, not for you, you know what I'm saying. But I throw a 72 in my humidor, and it lasts for two uh-huh. to two to four weeks, and it's dried out.
1: Oh no, no. See, these have lasted me years, so I'm not going to bother doing all that shit. Like I got my 20 or 30 dollars. They've been in there for fucking almost two years. I'm just going to buy some new ones, and they might last another year, man, because there's still plenty of liquid in there. It's just they're a little bit they're where before the bags were super like breast implants, right? Now now there's like they're a little bit less full and you can start to hear you can start to feel some of the crystals forming in them where they're starting like to dry bags out. Bags of bit. sand. Yeah. But
0: <laughs> such a boomer doesn't even know the reference.
1: Sixty fives keep my humidor perfect. Perfect. I don't have a hydrometer in there. Hygrometer, I think they're hygrometers. Hygrometer. Uh, it could be Hygrometer. It's Hygrometer. Is Hydrometer it hygrometer?
0: is for ABV. Steve is, is correcting me here. Uh, okay. I just said um, one of them and I was wrong. Gotcha. <laughs> uh,
1: I've had the same ones in there forever and no Hygrometer. My cigars are always perfect. That's why I like Boveda so Well,
0: much. I will say that I have switched to the tray with the gel that came with my humidor and I just... uh uh-huh. you got to watch out on that shit. You do. You have to keep an eye on it, but I've been just... Well, because your humidity will go... Well, I, I add a few... I add a little bit of water to it every so often, and it seems to be much better than using the Boveda in that humidor.
1: It depends. It also depends on what kind of humidor do you have to what kind of Boveda packs you use, right? Well, like, I think... I see just, jo- Josh is in here saying he uses 72s. 72s in my humidor my cigars would be super fucking wet and they wouldn't even stay lit, right? But if you have a wood humidor that leaks a little bit, 72s are probably good because if you put 65s, your actual humidity would probably be like 62 or below in that humidor and they would be dry as fuck. Mine holds dead humidity. If I put 65s in there, the humidity is 65. If I put 72s in there, the humidity would be 72. And 72, if your humidity is actually 72 in your humidor, you can start to get mold problems. But most people's 72s works because their humidors don't hold humidity exactly, and they need the 72s to keep it at a reasonable you know, level. So
0: I basically so, it just depends. have my cigars, not in this one. This is my knife case. But I got an Apache, small Apache case from Harbor Freight for 12 bucks, And I threw a 72 Boveda in there with those cigars. Mm-hmm. Perfect. That's what I threw all of those number nines in cuz I was so sick of my wooden wood humidor going up and down like I don't care as much about like you know a uh, 10 dollar cigar busting on me but my number 9s so yeah. I have a whole pack of them I don't want all of them to be ruined <laughs> so I put those in there and they are if I don't open it nothing changes they're good to go
1: Somebody said don't oh, whistle Jeremy you woke up my life
0: Also I uh Come here boy <laughs> Come Here boy Come here boy <laughs> I'm sorry I had to fuck with you dude sorry.
1: he said my whistling woke up his labs so I had to fuck with him just a little bit I'll stop buddy I'm Alexa
0: just... square root 72
1: <laughs> that's such a fucked up thing.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I got headset and so they Alexa can't can't hear anything anybody's saying except for me But yeah,
0: I used to do that stuff when I did tech I'd I'd make sure I said okay Google and something you know I've got one in here but I'd say something that would set people's off it was fun
1: yeah, it's uh, yeah. <laughs> See, I just heard something go boom, boom, boom.
0: Um, but uh, oh shit, I can't remember what I was saying. You take it away.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, but anyway, to to bring the coffee back in a little bit, um, because we're talking about cigars, and I briefly mentioned it before, but I think it's worth revisiting. You should try to figure out a way to get some coffee and cigar pairings going, man. I don't know if you have time in the morning to go out with a cup and have a little break or something and have a cigar or whatever, but, man, cigars and coffee are so good, man. They're so fucking good. That is my two cigars that I do not miss. I will sometimes not smoke. You know, Like I've told everybody before, I average at least two to three a day, but the ones that I always get in, are my morning cigar with my coffee and my afternoon evening cigar with a a little pour of some whiskey. I get those in, man. I get those two in because those are my two favorite things to have a cigar with is coffee and whiskey. And honestly, even though I have a great love for whiskey, I think coffee could potentially be a better pairing with cigars than than whiskey. Do
0: you you know what I don't miss ever? What? Like I wake up, I get a shower. I get the kids ready. I leave the house, and I go to the coffee shop, and I get my coffee every day. I used to make coffee at home every day, and now I go to a coffee shop every day. Uh, Hmm. That changed when I had a kid.
1: (laughs) Does your your coffee shop have an outdoor area? Yes. Take your fucking coffee out to the outdoor area now that the weather's getting nice. Take a little cigar with you. Have you a cigar
0: in your coffee. Well... Jeremy, Jeremy, yes, I am about, can I, I should just, I should just say it. I'm about to have a shop.
1: Even better. I'm about to have a shop. I can't smoke
0: here because this is an office building. I don't have ventilation in here. And there's actually uh, down the hall is a fabric printing company. And if I make all of your fabric smell like coffee or not coffee, cigars, you're going to have to figure that shit out. They will murder me
1: they will you going to have to figure murder me you're going to have to air but, you're going to have to put some ventilation and put some a fucking seal around that door like I did mine I put a weather seal around the door and a little weather seal along the bottom like a flapper you know those I don't know what they're called the it's like a rubber fucking thing you put along the bottom of the door to keep shit from getting I don't know what it's called anyway no smoke gets out that door and cuz I got some ideas I want to do on the podcast. Alex sent me all these burritos, right, which are like little individually wrapped. Like, hold on. Let's see if I can reach one from here.
0: Oh, fuck, hold on. I don't know that I can show you guys the shop. It's also not a done deal, but the lease is being drawn up, so I think it's pretty, pretty close to being a done deal, and uh, it may fall through. So just understand that this is not entirely a done deal okay. yet but i'm going to show you one picture okay. oh, there it is
1: see that is a purito. that is a little cigar that and it just says a number on it because it's just to identify what blended it is, or what cigar uh wrapper fuck leaf it is and it's rolled specifically with all one leaf right so the wrapper Everything in this cigar is one leaf. We're like most cigars or all cigars pretty much are a blend, right? Your wrapper is usually one thing. Your binder is usually something else. There's usually a blend of tobaccos in the filler. This is all one type of cigar leaf. So, and it's off one part of the plant. Like this is uh, Jalapa uh, laharo. This is Hop. Laha- Laha- fucking A. La Hapa La I have a hard time speaking. Do you? But I and didn't this is notice. what and this is and this is what blenders use when they're blending cigars and they want to really get a taste for what a particular leaf is doing. So they because you know if you smoke three or four together, you're like, fuck, well, which one is giving me which flavors, <laughs> right? So this is a way for them to pin down what flavors they're getting from what leaf, and it helps them blend their cigars, right? I was gonna. Alex sent me a fuckload of these, and we were gonna have Alec on, and I was gonna send you some of them, so we. I think I turned up my shit. Oh. So we could uh, have a podcast where we had Alec on, and we went over the individual tobacco leaves and what flavors that individual tobacco leaves are adding to some of the blends that you really enjoy.
0: Tobacco. So anyway, I take. to smoke cigar, I taste tobacco.
1: In order to do that you need to be able to smoke a fucking cigar. So either you're going to have to remote podcast from your place if you get it, or you're going to have to figure out your fucking spot.
0: Yeah, the acoustics in here would be really bad. Uh, but this...
1: Uh, yeah, you think? Yeah. Uh, well, okay, <laughs> so this this was open... shot
0: with a wide-angle lens, so it's not as big as it seems, but it's 1,800 square feet. This room is like 300 square feet, so I could fit... Mm-hmm. I don't know. How many is that? <laughs> Six of these in there? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I am super pumped, super pumped to have a shop. Uh, this will be for EDC stuff. It will be for Land Rover stuff and things that I haven't really talked about that I'm not going to talk about yet that uh, I just I can't really wait for. I'm really excited.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The lighting in there is going to be awesome and a complete nightmare at the same time.
0: Nah, it's not going to be a nightmare.
1: It's going to be a nightmare. You get a puffy cloud day nightmare. Puffy cloud days are horrible for shooting with
0: natural light. Jeremy, it's going to be like vlog style. It doesn't matter if the light changes. You just change settings on the camera to accommodate. It's okay.
1: Yeah, but it doesn't work that way, man. You're in mid shot and a big puffy cloud goes over and your exposure changes and then something happens. You need to make a cut there. All of a sudden your exposure from one clip to the next is totally different it's, and it's a fucking nightmare to edit. Uh, don't tell me bitch i've been fucking shooting natural light for a long time i didn't work in a cave for a year and a half i sh- I,
0: <laughs> I know what shooting with natural light's like and you you shoot a vlog and it's okay you just run with it it's okay you don't freak out about it it's it's okay
1: you know me and my exposures man it drives me nuts it drives me nuts exposure changes drive me crazy i hate them I hate well, them but anyway Nevertheless, it's a beautiful place, and I think in general, you're going to be able to get some really cool shots because natural light is gorgeous. It's just difficult, especially for photography when you're not dealing with those exposure changes and it's easier to adjust. Like, man, I do all my photography with natural light. Well, not all, but like 98% of my photography is done with natural light. It just looks good. Yeah,
0: it does. Uh, Most of mine's done with natural light now, finally. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But what I get from the coffee shop every day, so you drink... Your Cortado or Cortado, whatever it is. And what else? I think it's Cortado. I think it's Cortado. Uh,
1: those are my go-tos, man. Like either I'll get like just a, a do like a, a pour over or a normal like drip coffee if I'm in a rush, like in the morning when we're taking the kids to school and shit, and I ain't got time to be doing a bunch of bullshit. I'll just do drip. A Cortado. And if I'm in the mood, sometimes just like a double shot. like of just espresso. Just straight espresso is good. Occasionally... Cafe latte or something. I don't get too much into the real crazy foo-foo drinks, like with all the things. Like, you know, I'm not in into all that. Like my wife gets the other day, she got, what did she get? It was a shaken oat milk something. I don't know.
0: Uh Alex gets I'm an not, iced oat K from this coffee shop, and that is lavender. No. Uh, maybe lavender. Yeah, lavender honey, oat milk mm. and something else. I, I don't like I want it. I don't
1: nothing with fucking flowers in it. I don't want other lavender in it. I'm out. Yeah.
0: So I every single day every day uh, if they have cold brew, if they haven't run out of cold brew, I get a I do
1: like a, a I do like a I good get cold a, brew occasionally, especially in the summer I when get it gets a hot. cold
0: brew with two shots of espresso in it.
1: That's Do you like a
0: nitro cold? Oh brew? yeah, I love nitro. Yeah, nitro. My go-to every you day see, I is, drink- is that cold brew with two shots. If they're out of cold brew, I just do a four-shot iced Americano. So 16 ounces <laughs> with four shots in it. Just get it over with.
1: Matt says I should try a pumpkin spice truly mix. Here's the deal. I'm not ashamed to say that. When it comes out, I will get at least one pumpkin spice latte during the season. They're good. They're kind of sugary and sweet, and it doesn't taste a lot like coffee, if I'm being honest, <laughs> because there's so much other shit in it. But they're tasty. It's not something I'm going to drink every day because it's a little sweet. But, like, it's a nice little treat every now and then, you know, a little little something sweet and just to kind of embrace the season or whatnot. I'm, I'm digging this. Um, but summer – dude, that's good. It's told the N.O. is tasty, bro. But – but with summer coming, uh, I will turn up the, the nitros. I even have a little keg to make nitros at the house, and uh, I'll make some cold brew and throw it in there with the cartridge and uh, make some nitro. That kind of stuff in the summer. Over the past, you know, several months it has been winter. It's been cortadas, espressos, and just normal drip coffee. Well, what's your go-to other, other than the, the cold brew with the shot? Well, what's your like? What do you? What's the most
0: common coffee drink that you consume? Um, that one. <laughs> Yeah.
1: See mine's probably a core So
0: today, for example, I had the cold brew with the shots in it, and then they call it a two-in brew. It's I'm the only guy that orders it, but
1: Is that the one that that you gave to Rick? <laughs> killed and he Rick. He I was killed dying? Rick with it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like you call it the John Wayne or something and fucking Rick like he's like my fucking heart's palpitating, my hands are shaking, like I don't think I don't feel good in <laughs> yeah. Taylor. I don't feel good <laughs>
0: If I don't eat breakfast and I drink that, dude, I will like just about pass out. <laughs> oh but yeah. But I what I end you, up you doing got... the reason it's okay is because I normally this morning I didn't, but normally I'll start drinking it at like 8 a.m. I won't finish that drink in like till two PM.
1: So it's like your caffeine drip. Yeah, yeah. It's like a <laughs> right? slow it's release. Just like a, yeah. It's a slow release caffeine drip for the morning, yeah, right? Exactly.
0: So uh but today, unfortunately, I stayed at the coffee shop, so I drank it. Here comes and, the fucking,
1: uh, and had the shakes. Had the shakes. No, I had my avocado
0: toast. Now. So I go there and get an avocado toast with an egg on it. Dude,
1: can we talk about that
0: for a quick so second? Good. If I don't get it at the coffee dude, shop, I all, make it at home every day. Dude, do you? Now, I can't make
1: it every day because I'll get tired of it. But do you do it on like Ezekiel bread? I
0: don't know what Ezekiel bread is, but I have Dave's Killer Bread at home.
1: It's it's Well, Ezekiel's similar, right? Dave's killer bread's good. Ezekiel is a, is a sprouted grain bread, so it's a lot better for you than, like, typical breads. Um, but it's not worth a shit by itself. Like, if you make a sandwich out of Ezekiel bread, it tastes like you're eating fucking a sandwich between two pieces of cardboard. It's fucking horrible. But if you toast it and you butter it with some grass-fed butter, I'm going to sound like a complete bouge motherfucker right now, okay? But I, I do the Ezekiel bread with some grass-fed butter, and then I put some, I uh, scrunch up some avocado with the uh, everything but the bagel seasoning. You ever get the everything oh, but the yep. bagel seasoning from, yeah. I put some everything and then I put an over easy egg on top of that yep. motherfucker. And
0: son. Every morning for the last okay. week and a half, that's what I've had. What would Dave's killer Dude. or they use a, a, like a hand, a homemade sourdough. So it's been
1: yeah. that homemade sourdough would be good too.
0: Uh, somebody, somebody in here is commenting about me being on my third pour of whiskey. You want to see this shit? <laughs> what it's, the fuck is this? Is what I'm. This is what I was dealing with before I got here tonight. I don't know if you can see that. Breakfast: three hundred and fifty one calories ish. Lunch: two forty four. Dinner: six ninety three. Dude, I, I've had <laughs> what is that? Twelve hundred <laughs> calories today. I think I'll be a.
1: Dude, that's less than i Twelve
0: hundred calories. I think I can have some whiskey. You can have so, My only problem so, is gonna be said, when I stand up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, somebody said, Jeremy's a hipster. Somebody else said this is where he's gonna tell us he's really a vegan. I can't be a vegan if I put an over easy egg on it. Vegans don't eat eggs. Which I by the way, I don't understand why vegans don't eat eggs.
0: Because you're against no the will com- of the animal or without the without the consent. It's all about consent.
1: Oh give me the Get the fuck out of here, man. Chicken can't give you a consent I'm, and chicken could give a shit about I'm that. I'm just
0: egg. saying that's where it comes from. I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm just saying it's it's a, it's like a consent thing. Even if you use a byproduct from an animal that they don't need, you make something out of cow shit, it might be okay, I don't know, but
1: <laughs> I don't think they're okay with that. By the way, grass-fed butter somebody asked is butter made with grass-fed cow milk, right? So Cows that are fed grain and stuff, it fucks with the omega. It doesn't make as good of a, a milk, and it fucks with the uh, omega fatty acid profiles. If they're eating their natural food source, which is grass, it has a much better. It's a lot healthier than than your standard uh, butter. Got better omega fatty acid
0: profile than typical stuff. Don't. It's more of a healthy Don't worry, thing. guys. I'm not a vegan. I've had a lot of steak over the last week. Steak and chicken oh, and dude, fish, I, dude.
1: Bro, I'm about to talk about vegans. Oh, oh go on a boy. Bit of rant boy. Can we not? Second. I'm going to go on a little. Let's, I got to, bro. It'll be a quick but, rant. I'll keep it to an under two minute Jeremy but, rant.
0: But, what, what do you not want to go on? You don't want me to. You've had many you rants you, about vegans.
1: No, I'm not going to go on a vegan rant. I'm going to go on a meat rant and how much I love <laughs> meat and how much there is about to be, and don't tag that. There is. <laughs> <laughs> there is about to be a whole lot of smoked meat going on because I finally got in contact with Traeger and they're sending me uh, a new smoker and I'm fixing to fucking smoke a whole lot of so, stuff.
0: a whole. just to kind of touch on what I was talking about before with the, the best MEDC and the things that I want to do with this shop, one of the things I'm going right. to buy, one of the very first things I'm buying is a welder. A yes. welder. And one of the first things I want to build it's my own it's an smoker. offset smoker.
1: Don't do it, bro. Why? Don't
0: do it. Get a pellet smoker. Get Dude, a pellet. I want to make my own smoker.
1: I know, man. I did that, man. I built like a whole fucking thing. Let me tell you. Here's the thing: stick smokers is what all the guys in the barbecue. A lot of them call it a stick smoker, but what it basically is is an offset smoker that uses logs. Some will say that that is the pure and proper way to do smoked meat, and I will agree it is. What I will say is for the typical person, it is a pain in the dick to smoke stuff that way. Because if you're doing a brisket or a butt where you're smoking for 12 or 16 hours, having to maintain that fucking fire and make sure your temperatures don't fluctuate and all that is such a pain in the ass. It's so much of your day. I can throw something on a pellet smoker it maintains the temperature. I don't have to fuck with it. Some of the new ones are Wi-Fi, so it can you can see what the temperature is on that you motherfucker mean? from your phone if you, you
0: need I house. just want to build a smoker. I just want to. I just. Oh, I, mean, I just want to make a smoker.
1: I mean, if you just want to build it for a project, that's it. Great, and I'm sure you can. And I'm sure you can do some. Alex, back. What up? I'm sure you can make some fantastic smoked meat on it. But it is way more difficult to smoke on a fucking. I just. Set, just I just want to make a smoker. Just want to make, make it, a man. smoker. They're easy to. They're super easy to make, bro. It's just basically like a big drum yeah. with a box on the side you put fire in. Yeah, I made one out of concrete and fire brick.
0: To I want to do a, a pizza I, oven too. Not that I need pizza in my hmm. life because pizza's my my weakness. Pizza is like hmm. this. This gut is like fifty percent pizza.
1: Bro, if, if you don't want a gut, oh, I love pizza. don't watch the don't go watch the Traeger YouTube channel and watch a guy that I forgot his name, Matt Pittman, I think is his there name. There is a he owns a company called Jeremy. He owns a company called Meat Church. About okay? Meat Church.
0: About, I don't know, two miles. Probably not even two miles, probably a mile in, in this direction ish. There is a place called the Smoke Pit.
1: See, dude. They See, they have a
0: sandwich. They have a sandwich. I swear all right, all right. to God, the dude. sandwich is probably like 4,000 calories. Uh, so it It's brisket? got brisket. It's got burnt ends. Uh, it has brisket. pulled pork. Uh, burnt ends. And it has sausage. Oh, and they bring sounds- it to you, and it's about this tall. And it's got two measly little pieces of Texas toast. And, like, there's no way you're going to eat it as a sandwich. Like, it's not a a sandwich, but it's not a sandwich. You got to break it apart. You're you're going to eat the sandwich with a fork, but oh my. Sure. Sometimes you got to. It's so good. Bro. And they have a food truck? You ever had a Pig Mac? Is that like a Big Mac with pig? No, a, a Pig Mac is a pulled pork barbecue sandwich on Texas toast with mac and cheese.
1: that sounds and this is why I'm fat (laughs) well have you ever had uh I've never had it but it was one of the recipes that meat church guy did the other day and I was like oh I'm gonna be eating that have you ever had pork belly burnt ends I've never had pork belly burnt ends I've had burnt ends which are typically made with like the the tip of a brisket or the I think it's called the tip is the the big part of the brisket anyway it's not the flat of the brisket there's the flat and the point they call it the point um it's typically made with the point of the brisket but the pork belly burnt ends look fucking amazing. And I've never had them, and I'm going to have to do that. Because, I mean, pork belly, come the fuck on, dude. That's bacon, <laughs> yeah. right? And you're cutting that into big ass cubes and then smoking it, making it all rendered and just delicious and putting a sugary sweet glaze. Oh, get the fuck out of here, dude. You know that's going to, I'm okay. starving today.
0: Hey, before we go any further, I know we're like, Coffee's gone. Um, I do want to come back to coffee. We we talked. I want to come back to coffee. Bed, I do because I, I have some okay, questions. Back, but coffee,
1: coffee. okay, go 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 shoot.
0: Barbecue sauce. I know this is a big point of contention for a lot of people. Coffee rub. Have we talked about barbecue sauce on this before? Maybe we should do it. We have should we do a. About we should rubs. do a meats episode. Maybe we should save we, this for the meats.
1: Dude, well, we can go over this. And Trust you know what's going to happen? Got way more. But to you talk know
0: what about. I'm going to do? I've got way more. You to know what I'm going to do? we're going to do a meats episode and what i'm going to do is i'm going to change up our intro music and it's going to be a remix of zuck saying smoking those meats, <laughs> 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 Smokin those yes, meats. smoking we are Those meats yes we're doing it uh, okay so we'll come back to that no, uh, all i'm going to say we're doing a meat all episode. i'm going to say is i'm from eastern north carolina Eastern-ish. i'm from the middle of the state sort of uh, but there's a huge divide between the state Eastern and Western barbecue.
1: Oh, barbecue in general is regional as fuck, and they they are oh, diehard. Yes,
0: Western North Carolina barbecue is like sweet baby rays, sweet, thick sauce that you put on your barbecue.
1: Texas That's is like western. salt pepper. I don't know if I said smoke. eastern
0: or western. That's western. Eastern North Carolina barbecue is like vinegar based, runny, tart, so good. That's the real barbecue. I do like get the fuck out of here with your I do like sweet mustard barbecue. based. I do oh, like mustard based I love mustard barbe- based, love mustard based and, and vinegar based.
1: On pork. I don't love it so much on beef. On beef, maybe. But on pork, I really like that cut that that, that the that the, the, the mustard offers. That kind of like vinegary cut that it that bite. I do yeah. like it a
0: okay. lot. Okay, so just a Get back to, to coffee and then we're going to wrap it up. I don't want to be on here for three hours again. We had a three hour podcast last time, three and a half, if I'm mm-hmm. going to be accurate. But
1: we got five more minutes and we'll yeah, go to yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. Last thing with, with coffee what is your favorite way to brew from home? Favorite brewer. And, and then I'm going to, I got another question for you after that.
1: I know I do this a lot, but I'm going to have to split it to two. One.
0: It can't be. Okay, is time not a concern? Just one. if you No concerns, just what is your favorite way to brew? An espresso
1: machine. I like espresso. Because there's so much versatility, I can pull a shot of espresso if I want that. I can pull a double shot and put it in with some steamed milk and make a cortada. I can pull a double shot in the summer, put it in there with some milk and some ice, and make like a iced latte type thing. I, can, I mean, you can make a ton of drinks that way. And they're all delicious. However, it is more time consuming. And the reason I was going to say too, is when you're in a rush, if you have a really good drip coffee machine, actually, I got some flack in the, the coffee episode I did where I compared, is there a difference between drip and pour over? And people gave me a little shit because the drip coffee pot I have is a super bougie coffee pot. Bonavita or Breville. No, it's, it's a Breville, but it's their precision brewer. It's like a $300 coffee pot or whatever, somewhere around that price, I think. And, it's supposed to be the closest thing that you can emulate pour over with an actual automatic right. drip. So for
0: me, um, absolute favorite way to brew from home is an Aeropress. Really,
1: I like I Aeropress. Don't get me the wrong, Aeropress.
0: I, I love, love a camping. Aeropress, it is good. It's not. I love my a camping. When I travel, sometimes I take the Aeropress. When I am at home, I use it. I have an Aeropress at my office. I love the Aeropress. I think it. It's it's underrated for by a lot of people, but Aeropress it's cheap. Anybody can afford one. It makes can, consistently can we, great like, coffee, and there are recipes that you can. There's a bunch of different can, recipes can, you can follow and get different coffee coffees. Like,
1: sure you can. I agree, and that's one of the great things. But can we just say you cannot make espresso no, with you Aeropress? You can't
0: get to the the right amount of pressure. Peep.
1: People say, "Oh, you can. You just have to do it this way." There's a technique to make aeropress. No, I, I arrow did press, see this one up.
0: mechanism you where this guy had like a 4 four-foot lever down. <laughs> <laughs> and you had to like he, he's gonna blow the
1: th- he's gonna blow the threads off the bottom of that because he's I mean it's not meant to hold that right, kind of you pressure. You can't put
0: you need like ten bar of pressure. Nine, nine to 10, Nine yeah.
1: bar. Well. I mean, I think technically, but then I heard. Uh, I think it was uh, our boy that me and you both are big fans of. Um, uh, oh, the, the British guy. That's you have his book. Um, he has a, a YouTube channel. You have his book.
0: I have no idea. You got. You told me about him. I didn't know who he was. But you have a book that's written by him. And You're like, oh yeah,
1: that's the guy. I have a book that's written by him. I used to. Um, Atlas. Anyway, I, I, I feel uh, bad. That I can't. I can't. I can't remember like, Coffee can't remember Atlas name or right something now. like that. Yeah, that. But it's yeah, he wrote that book, James or something. Um, James Hoffman.
0: Yeah, um, awesome. Yeah, somebody has got the, like this long lever that they're pushing down on the top of the air press with, and I'm just like, that's not gonna do it. Now I have a, I have yeah, a portable but, espresso maker that allegedly, I don't think it gets to nine bar. Does nine? I bars. don't think it does. It's they, like the little a hand it's like a little tube. and then there's a mini presso. I have a mini presso. Um, it's pretty cool, and it makes a good cup, but I don't think it's technically espresso, but from home, my favorite. i never fucked
1: with a lever machine. My favorite? Have you ever fucked with a lever no, machine?
0: But my my favorite is Aeropress. But what I tend to do when I make coffee at home, what I tend to do more is I have, um, I think it's a Bonavita or a Breville. I can't remember which one it is, but I think I think mine's a Bonavita. Uh-huh. But it does a shower head pour over into a Chemex. Right. Right. And that that's great. It and, makes and a there, good cup, ad- but it's not it's not as good as if you make. A Chemex, manually. It's
1: it's, it's not as good. Well, a Chemex is different than any any other pour I like a V10, I think,
0: about as much as a Chemex for different reasons.
1: Because the Chemex, the filter is different, right? So, like, it absorbs and it it creates a brighter, cleaner uh, cup than, like, a V60, you know? Um, But I do really enjoy pour-over. Um, I, when I have the time, it's, it's fun to do and I enjoy it. Um, I think I've said it before. It's almost kind of like a meditative thing. You know, it's like relaxing just to take the time and go through the process and all that. But I still think espresso is
0: probably my Okay. So for the coffee enthusiast who wants to make better coffee at home, I saw a lot of questions about like K-Cups and whatnot.
1: Okay, throw those fucking things Please. out the window. They don't
0: even get up to throw like 195 whole, Fahrenheit. You need <laughs>
1: throw your whole Keurig machine out the fucking window. But what
0: do you get? That not What what gear do you get to make coffee at home? What's your what's your recommendation? The
1: che- the cheapest way to make a really good cup of coffee at home is a Chemex and a gooseneck kettle. That's not cheap. The Chemex is like 50 a 60 is bucks. Like f- no, you can get a chem, you can get the small Chemex. It's only for like a couple cups for like 20 or 30 bucks and you can get a cheap pour of a kettle for
0: $9 on Amazon. Okay, so my recommendation
1: if for 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 inexpensive Well, you got to have now, a grinder. You don't want to get
0: You don't want do to, to get pre-ground coffee. You got to get a grinder.
1: No, you don't want to get you don't want to you don't ever use pre-ground. I don't use pre-ground coffee on anything. I don't even use that in my drip pot, coffee pot. I grind it fresh and put it in my drip coffee pot. But I mean, uh, for for I still think that's like a cheapest level of entry if you have a really good cup. Because like to get a really good cup in a drip pot, now here's a lot of people in here that are gonna be like, oh fuck you, I have a Mr. Coffee and it makes I use Mr. Coffee with Folgers and it's fine. Go fuck yourself, you bougie cock. I get it, right? But if you're really into making good coffee, a good drip pot, like how much was that pot you, you're talking about there that does the shower head and stuff? Like two something, I think. Right. See the, the the Breville is two something. You can get that one. The, what is it called? Like an Aqua uh, or a something form?
0: Uh, techniform.
1: Oh, what's that? Yeah, techniform. Yeah. You can get a Techniform. That's a really good drip coffee pot, but that's those two are, or three hundred dollars, right? Really like expensive. Like,
0: they make them out of like solid, exactly. brass and copper. Sometimes.
1: Sure, sure. Now you could go with like you, your suggestion, your favorite, and you could get a, a Aeropress for pretty inexpensive bucks and a kettle. But you still, but you can get a, my argument though is for the same price you get Aeropress, you can get a, a, uh,
0: I, I argue Chemex. that the Aeropress is easier.
1: Uh, for sure.
0: That's why. Okay. So there's
1: no tech, there, there's no technique with the four and the
0: fucking stuff. You can get yeah. really technical with it, but it's hard to mess it up. It's easier to mess up a Chemex than it is an Aeropress. Right. So. Yeah. So basically, you can get the Aeropress for about thirty bucks. I would get a cheap digital scale for like ten dollars. I would sure. get a uh, Hario handmill. Don't get an off-brand handmill. You can skimp on the the scale. Get an Aeropress. Get a Hario handmill. There's a. I think it's has got.
1: How much is a Hario like handmill?
0: Twenty bucks. dollars okay, thirty dollars, I think, max. Um. If you I get will a cheap say one, a, I got a ceramic burr hand mill when I was just getting into coffee. And, dude, I fucking, fucking garbage. Dude, I was like 30 minutes. Like, why would anybody ever do this just trying to grind my coffee? And then I was like, okay. That was like a $10 one. And then I stepped it up to a Hario. And, dude, it's it was like... <sighs> it's gone. Like, what? It actually ground the coffee. It's not, it's not a long time. Like, when I go camping, I take the Hario and an press, and I can make right. coffee right. for a whole group, like six people, in about 20 minutes. You know, it, it, right. it's not slow. Your light's doing some crazy stuff over there. What what, your light, the sconce, is it a sconce? Whatever, the light behind your head on the this? other side. Yeah, that thing's, like, going crazy. Yeah. It was, like, f- flickering. Like, not now. Oh, sometimes when my, my uh,
1: refrigerator kicks on, I think the compressor draws a lot when the com- that first time when the compressor clicks on and it makes the lights do weird shit. All right.
0: So, Hario handmill, um, air press, cheap digital scale, now, and a kettle. Get like one of those cheap real quick, like, uh, electric kettles. You can boil your water in like yeah. a minute and a half. It so, does boil crazy. Literally, fast. that's all you need. And you can make amazing coffee from home can
1: my slight change to that and it my my setup's going to be a little more expensive the the uh chemex it's cheap scale cheap cut goose nettle pot i am not big into hand grinders although they are versatile if you're going to go camping and stuff i like the um oh fuck what's that grinder i have downstairs it's the, probably the most expensive really good normal grunt not a hand grinder but like an electric grinder you can get it's a uh Oh, Precisio that company. No, it's a uh, Encore Gra- Baratza. Uh, okay, so Encore. the Precisio
0: is the one that you should use for espresso. The Encore is like the the budget Baratza.
1: It, and it's not good for espresso, but it's for yep. pour over and drip. It's and a, everything. It's perfect all the all the way up to French a press. A burr
0: grinder with a hopper, right. um, That you're gonna spend probably about a hundred and twenty, I think, ish on.
1: But I've seen them on sale for yeah. like 89 on Amazon occasionally. Yeah, but if you're going to get a um, grinder,
0: just don't get a blade grinder. That's the only recommendation no. I make about grinders. Like, get a good, if you're That's getting a hand for- mill, get something on brand like Porlex or Hario and like a Porlex JP 30 and a Hario or a uh, Baratza Encore. Get something on brand on the grinder. Do not get yeah. a blade grinder.
1: Grinder is one of the most important things. A blade grinder is good for cutting up herbs and weed. Yeah, and that's don't get it. a
0: blade grinder for coffee. Please don't. So what happens when uh, I get that question, I used to get that question a lot. What happens when you get a blade grinder? So a, a burr, you have conical burrs, and they are positioned at the same width apart all the way across. So when they are rotating, not on opposite directions, one stationary, but when, when one is rotating, the coffee is being pulled down into it and ground at a consistent size when you're using a a blade grinder it is a blade flying around in a hopper and it's just chopping that shit whatever size and shape you get some powder (laughs) you get some big chunks like so when you're (laughs) actually trying to make your coffee there's not a consistent coffee grind size and your extractions all over the place blade grinders yeah it's no good not good burr grinders very good
1: I would say that, though. If you're looking for a good entry-level espresso machine, I did a video not too long ago. I am pretty much sold on the... Um, fuck, man, my brain is not working tonight. You would think I'd be in good shape because I've been drinking coffee and not whiskey tonight, but I think the whiskey actually helps me more than the coffee. The sign of a the, true uh, drunk. The Gaja Classic Pro. It's about a... I want to say it's about $300 to $400, but... For a good espresso machine, that is basically your entry level for a good espresso machine. Anything below that, sometimes it's going to be okay. Maybe I
0: will not. get something like that uh, for myself for my birthday. It's it's small, too. It's
1: very compact. It doesn't take up a lot of room. And I think for it's about the best one you can get bang for the buck. Now, it's not the best espresso machine you can get. Obviously, you can get into some Rockets and stuff like that. that I'm just going to get a Slayer for machines. the office. Uh, I think those are like five grand uh,
0: slayer. 10 grand. I've seen slayers for like 17 grand. So.
1: Okay. <laughs> I was yeah. Yeah. As soon as you said slayer, I'm like, dude, I'm pretty sure those are like in like they there's guys that use those in like competition. Yeah, yeah. Slayers <laughs> are really nice. Uh, I think they're a little overhyped, uh, but they're really nice.
0: Uh, okay. We're going to jump yeah. into questions here because this is a great one. Fuck, kill, marry whiskey, cigars, or coffee. Go for it.
1: Uh, Whiskey, cigars, or coffee. Mm -hmm. Which one? Mm. Pick one.
0: You have to fuck, kill, and marry each one. Like you have to choose which one you're going to do what to.
1: Well, you you can't fuck any of those things (laughs) or kill them or marry them. So I don't don't understand the question. The question question
0: would be get rid of one altogether. One one is like a one night stand, and the other one's one that you're like stuck with forever. Gotcha. Uh, Kill. Wow. Nothing like some dead air. Probably cigars. What?
1: Probably cigars. Probably cigars. Um, Only because uh, I could still smoke a pipe. Right? I I really don't want to get rid of whiskey altogether because I really enjoy whiskey. I don't want to get rid of coffee because that's my lifeblood. I could never get rid of coffee. I would hate to get rid of cigars, but if I had to get rid of one, I would get rid of cigars because I could still smoke a pipe. Um, <laughs> one night stand would be whiskey and coffee would be merry. I, I'm, I, coffee's... Yeah, mine's like I exactly said, the, the same. I think that's
0: man. actually probably pretty true for most people. Yeah. Because it's, I mean, yeah, cigars, take them or leave them for me. Like, I like them, but... Oh, They're I not love it. pivotal cigars. for me.
1: I mean, I fucking, I mean, you <laughs> guys know how much him. I love
0: cigars. You did. I was like I was, was like I, th- I thought he might have fuck lagged out again. I wasn't sure.
1: <laughs> no, I was like, well, fuck you, Mary. I'm like, yeah, fucking a cigar would probably hurt. <laughs> fucking hot coffee would definitely hurt. Look <laughs> <laughs> at
0: AB. He said you're out um, of the club, Jeremy.
1: <laughs> hey man, I'm sorry, bro, but
0: like a- I Alec, I, I was mean, going to guilt okay, you I, I, over sending him some cigars Alec. and not me some cigars but also you were in Charlotte and I didn't come see you so I'm not guilting you.
1: I'll say this Alec, if you had to make that choice, what would your choice be buddy? Put it in the comments. I'd yeah, be let's curious. Let's hear yours I AB. Hear because I know Alec is also a huge whiskey guy. I don't know how much. I know he likes coffee because I've sent him some pictures of, of like cigar and co- like a, a Alec Ooh, Bradley cigar next to coffee. I would my coffee kill flip.
0: coffee. Plenty of ways to get caffeine.
1: Yeah, man, but it's, it's not, not about. The I caffeine, like coffee bro. for it's coffee. A, it's about okay? it's it's about those flavors, bro. I mean, don't get me wrong. Caffeine is definitely helps in the morning to get my get the get the cobwebs out, but. It's about the flavor. Smiling Beard, Coffee are you guys going to
0: Blade Show? So, North Carolina just opened up vaccines. If I could get totally vaccinated... Mm, When's Blade Show? May? Oh, fuck. No, I'm not going to Blade Show.
1: I was going to try to go, but uh, if it's in May, there's no way I could make it by I then. I could maybe make it if i I'll, I'm I'll vaccinated be vaccinated by
0: then, Maybe. I'll be vaccinated. So I get so good to see people. I don't even care if I'm wearing a mask, and you know, I, I, I don't even care. Like if I can just days. go into a room and talk to people for a day, two days, three days, I'm happy. I love seeing people.
1: We had plans to go last year. Yes, we did. We were going to go together <laughs> last yeah, year. We were going to share um, a bed, and then yeah, <laughs> and, and and spoon. Yeah, I spoon. am,
0: but mm, the big spoon. <laughs> right. I don't know.
1: Alex said coffee doesn't pay my bill. Hey man, I get where you're coming from. I get it. And I look, and like I said, I would hate to cut cigars. Oh, June. I love cigars. June fourth sixth. Ah, I mean that's not much better, but I don't know. I'll have to look and see what my schedule looks like June 6th. I know 6th. I will be in the Virginia. Is, I'm be-
0: in June. I don't know when yet, but there's a there's a off-road, overland, fabricating YouTuber who asked me to come up to Virginia and go camping in June. So I will be in Virginia then. So I don't know. Well, and see, my problem
1: is I'm going to be out of town in July. So I'm trying to pack a lot of shit in June so that I can have some videos to release while I'm out of town in July. So my June's going to be a little hectic. So I I don't know. I don't want to have a big gap in videos again in July because I just got through a gap in the beginning of the year with my whole, you know, family situation I had. So I really want to try to get everything caught up so that I can have shit drop while I'm No No it is
0: not last line of defense. Just say. What's last line? Somebody's asking who I'm going camping with.
1: Oh, okay. Is he the guy that
0: um Mike from Last Line of Defense makes a lot of videos with Talon.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah that's the guy. That's the guy I was thinking of. He does good stuff. I like, I've like. i watched some of his content. Yeah. Uh, are we going to get more leather sleeves for that flight? Yes, yes. I think they should be in any day. I know they already put in the order and little... Well, I don't know if I should say this. It's in the early stages.
0: But Jeremy's so making a butt it, plug.
1: Something... If... A large one. No. Um, <laughs> I love it when I finish your sentences
0: for you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's in the early <laughs> stages, so I don't know if it's going to pan out, but I think it will. I'm also going to make a small run or maybe do several small runs with Dasa He contacted me and was like, man, I saw the flask. It's really cool. I'd love to make – he has an idea for a stitchless design uh, and kind of the style of things he does and maybe make some super high end ones out of like cordovan leather and stuff like that. And it would be a totally separate piece that you would sell on. I would sell, um, but I'm thinking about doing some like super bougie, like cordovan and Butera leather, uh, sleeves that you could uh, do as an add on, um, with, um, open sea leather. So we'll see. Teddy Gorman. But yes, the other, oh, the other God. one should be in any time now. I I apologize.
0: Three hours sorry, later. <laughs> sorry. sorry, sorry uh, Teddy sorry. Gorman says, Is there a knife Taylor loves as a fidget toy that he loves mm, that isn't his favorite as a worker bee knife? Um, think Can I say Teddy's looking sharp? He's looking in that sharp picture? in there. He's I think he added sharp. a few words into that. He's got question, a nice, but.
1: He he's got a nice suit going there. He, I'm feeling it. He's got the little, like, he's got the business casual with the collar open and the nice fitted suit. I'm feeling that. That's
0: the a old fidget factor. Um, I think the biggest one for me. Uh, I think, yeah, I think really there are maybe a couple in my collection that I don't really enjoy as knives, but as fidget toys, uh, this has to be the most Dude. expensive fidget toy in my collection no. now.
1: Number one. Fidget no, I mean, knife. I mean, Malibu. Got to be the, the Malibu. Malibu is fidgety. That I'm is, just saying. That is the fucking fidget. I can't. I don't carry that knife because I can't stop. No, 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 playing no That's with not it. what I'm
0: saying, Jeremy. <laughs> like, the that's whole, not what I'm saying. He's asking, oh, like, okay. is there a knife gotcha. I really like, but don't really see as a workhorse, but it's super fidgety? That's the Norseman. Like, this thing is super drop shot. It's so good. But I don't know how to cut shit with this knife. Like, I go to cut stuff with it. And you've got it's a tanto, but it's a really strange tanto because normally a tanto like comes out a little further. This is a very sharp angle, and it's curved, and then this is a recurve. So when I go to cut something, I ninety nine percent of the cutting that happens with the Norseman is done right here on this point. So yeah, it's it, a weird it's shape, very strange. Like you can cut stuff here, and you can push cut here, but. It's just so weird. Like you cannot do food prep with this knife. You just fucking can't. No. So.
1: No, that, that, that knife, that knife is more of a showpiece. But I mean, than it is
0: super fidgety. I mean, look at that. It just.
1: Mine's the Malibu. I, that knife. I, I almost don't care because I can't stop playing with it when I carry it. It's just like, because I mean, it's so you hit that button and it just goes. It is the most drop shut knife I have. I mean, it's just
0: pretty fidgety. I,
1: I thought the bug out was probably the most fidgety I just, knife I had until I got I just, I just wanted Malibu. to put this on the oh. screen for you, Jeremy. I know, you motherfucker. That's why well, I was ignoring you. I wasn't even looking. I was looking at the comments. Um, Bring on the cordovan sleeve. Yeah, man. I, Michael reached out, and he's. I sent him a, a flask so that he could prototype it with the flask. So, I mean, he's wow, working he, on it. So, hopefully, he didn't we'll even have
0: something. I sent you a flask.
1: <laughs> oh, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? You sent me a picture with it the other day. Um, where are we at on this um, Kevin Woosley? I think that's how you pronounce that. Where are you at on the whiskey and cigar journals? Uh, we're still, I mean, we're working on them. There, there's a lot of uh, ins and outs and what have yous because of the printing and the journal. We were waiting on some samples to make sure that they were going to be big enough for the printing that we wanted. Um, I'm still fine tuning the flavor wheel that I want to put in the front and stuff. So, I mean, we're there. My goal is to have the journals and the man card version twos out before father's day. Oh, did you get yourself? Oh man. Don't, don't fucking get stitches on the middle of the podcast. My goal is to have those both out on or before father's day. So there's some good uh, options out there for you guys that want to buy stuff for, for, you know, people for Father's Day. Um so hopefully they'll be done by then. Um, but that's where we're at on those. Do you did get did yourself?
0: Myself. The thing is
1: See, that's why that is why I say knives like the Malibu and the Bug Out and the PM three, that you have some kind of lock mechanism okay, was, that your fingers are out of I the fucking dumb. way.
0: I opened this, I, I, I know pulled but the lock with my index finger and it fell on it. Like with the wrong hand. But you
1: know what I'm saying though. Oh, I know. You you're know what saying. I'm saying. You have no risk. You have no risk of that happening with knives that the lock okay, is. Okay. So not what I do,
0: Jeremy, in front when I use of the a, blade, a, a frame lock. When I push the lock, I make sure that the blade is going to fall on my fingernail.
1: Yeah, dude, but shit, some knives might go through a fucking fingernail. Man, there's some sharp ass, big, thick, heavy knives. I got fingernails. So fingernail. I don't know. <laughs> That's a,
0: uh,
1: <laughs> Um. So yeah. So that was, that was the answer on the journals.
0: Okay. Here's a good question. Here's a good yes, question a from cigar. Nick Retta. Hey Taylor, when you started getting into cigars, did you salivate a lot? Asking for a friend. Yeah. They make you salivate a lot. So what I yeah. do to combat that is.
1: Drink, drink whiskey. whiskey.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or, coffee, or coffee. Or water even. Like it's not as enjoyable if you just drink water with it. For me, um, It's fine but for me I enjoy drinking whiskey with a cigar and that's just what I do and I, I I take a puff, I take a sip not every time but for the most part and sometimes I still spit because it's just too much um but yeah, Jeremy just swallows Boop. <laughs> had to save that one for you <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm just not saying anything after that that could possibly be. I was very quiet. um somebody else asked me, uh, what about the dark horse knife? I think you mean the red horse knife works is I think what you're probably talking about. I don't know if that's gonna work out, man. Uh that's kind of stalled out because the the design that we had put together that I liked, their engraver couldn't end up doing it. It was too detailed. They couldn't it get it to long look edge. right. And no, it wasn't that. They took the the speed holes out. It was dope. Man, if I could have dropped it the way we originally designed, it would have been the coolest fucking knife. But I guess the engraving was a little over what they could do well. So they tried to simplify it. And none of the new designs they've sent me have really been, I, I haven't been digging them, man. So I kind of, I don't know. I'm not going to put out something that I'm not 100% I don't dig, right? If it's I'm not gonna be like, eh, it's okay, let's do it. If it's not a hundred percent, I'm not gonna do it. And the first design they sent me, I was like, yes, fucking yes, let's do that. But then they in theory it looked good, but then they couldn't do it. So I don't know. So we're kind of in a weird spot. Well,
0: Teddy again, Mr. Suave here says, Do you do either of you use many luxury pins? I feel like I always hear you discuss tactical options. I don't really use tactical Pins of any sort. Um,
1: I think he's probably talking about like the Mont Blancs
0: and stuff yeah, like that. I don't that. use the a really Mont like Blanc. I don't use a fountain pen of any sort because I'm left-handed and it just doesn't work well for me because I push when I write instead of pull. Um, so I use. I have three pins in general that I carry a lot. This one I broke out recently. This is the big Idea Design Ti Click EDC. Fucking, but such this one—I have a power life version of that. See that clip? What's that? Can you see it? Oh, that's your yeah. Topo? So this is the one I customized. I flamed the tip. I anodized it bronze. Put topo on the clip. I think I will have to confirm with Joe and Chad. I think we're gonna do these officially, like do a run of these. I think. Don't take my word for that.
1: Damn, you saw a lot of leg there, bro. I'm Whoa!
0: Uh, and then stars. I have these as well, which both of these are about three hundred dollar pins. This is the Saga from Grimsmo Knives and a Zerk uh, tactile turn bolt action short, slim, slim bolt action short. So I don't really have any luxury, luxury pins, but I mean these are like three hundred dollars. So I don't think Jeremy has any three hundred dollar pins.
1: No man, I pretty much stick with Big Eye. Now I will say one of my other fan, uh, huge pens that I'm a fan of that I use that Taylor does not like, just because of what he said about the, the him. I just realized
0: I hadn't had any fucking. You, you have a Lily Put, don't can, you? Which,
1: yes, I have a Lily Put, and I love. Yeah, so that that's Lilliput. a Civeco um, Lily
0: Put, a little tiny little fountain pen.
1: Tiny. You, the cool thing about it is it's so tiny. But when you screw it off and screw the cap on the back, it's like a full yeah, size. It's, pen like a, it's like a it's right? like a Fisher so Space
0: Pen gone fountain pen with a twist mechanism instead of just friction fit cap.
1: Right, and it's solid solid copper. the one I got is a, co- a copper, so uh, obviously it patinaed up. And you know me, patina, patina, patina. I don't patina, think I said patina, patina the entire podcast. Patina, patina, patina. Patina, patina, patina. Patina, patina, patina. Patina, patina, patina. Patina, patina. Patina, patina, patina. Patina, patina,
0: patina. Patina. You almost got like everybody was saying that it. we didn't mention um, patina at all this podcast. So if anybody's doing the drinking game, you are fucked. They all just got drunk. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: yeah, I uh, my the two pins that I carry the most, and they are not luxury pins. I would not consider either of them luxury pins. However, they are nice. Uh, is I carry the the two big eyes, I, 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 both of them. are brass. Pete's Pirate Life versions of the big eyes, uh, the Click EDC and the Pocket Pro, depending on what I'm doing. Um, and then the Lily Put. Those are my pens of choice.
0: By the way, Glen
1: 15. Get you some? Wait, 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 wait. Uh, How much is that
0: bottle? Hundred bucks. Uh, I don't even know that it was a hundred. 80-ish. 80 80 to 100 Okay, so probably like 80 80 for you and 100 for me. Because remember that Balvini Caribbean cask that you loved? And you were like, yeah, Yeah. it's like 40 bucks or whatever you said it was. It's like 90 for me.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, dude, this shit's delicious, man. It's um, Pedro. I always say this wrong. Pedro. mm, How do you pronounce that? Let's see if I can see it. If you can see it on the camera. How do you pronounce that?
0: That word um, from
1: pe- no pe- no my finger, <laughs> above my finger <laughs> is that how do you pronounce uh, that Pedro yes M- 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 Mendez no idea M- do you do you, is the X I have silent no idea anyway it's a it's a it's a sherry I thought you it's a sherry guess, the word from Jerry right? right so this is a fifteen but... year Scotch Mendez <laughs> it's a fifteen year Scotch. Amenes, that's what it is. I always fuck it up. It's Pedro Menez and Oloroso Sherry finished, and uh, it is a damn fine. Uh, one. Ab
0: said Taylor had one of the strangest damn. nights of my life in Charlotte. Your fault. Um, you're gonna have to call and tell me about that because I don't want you to text it out because I won't. I don't think I think there's a limit to what you can post on YouTube comments, but I'd like to hear it. <laughs> I hate it didn't come out like. It, say, hey. Weekends have been basically. What happens is I work late Friday nights, wake up Saturday. We have shit to do from Saturday morning until Sunday night, and then Monday morning. Weekends are supposed to be relaxing, aren't they? Weekends are not relaxing. They're not usually relaxing. God, it's just like I'm, I blink in the days over during the week, and I blink in the days over during the weekend. And that's been the last, like, six months of my life.
1: I don't know if you would like this.
0: What's it like? What's the closest thing I love it that you can think of that it's like that I might have had? I don't think you've had I don't think you've had anything. Oh, like, oh, you oh, don't oh, buy oh, a lot of those oh, kind of oh. I get a text right about the time we went live that the old Scotch Malt Whiskey Society may or may not be sending me some bottles. All hey, right, yo. all
1: right, all right. <laughs> all right. I just did a video dude. I just did a video with the wife. Where we went over the different regions of scotch and scotch malt provided me with some to watch in different regions. I didn't get to
0: watch
1: it. So we could kind of go over yeah. the flavor profiles. And dude, my wife actually liked a bunch of them. She hates whiskey in general, but she actually enjoyed some of them. There's hope that I'm going to get her into whiskey yet.
0: I have very there's little hope. hope that I'll get there's, Alex there's... into it. If I open this bottle, she will leave uh-huh. the room. Well, here's the thing, though. Get her in some
1: highlands and some um, spaceides, and I think because my wife's not she sees she can't fuck oh, with man, the islas this is either. Like my
0: happy place. Ugh.
1: She cannot fuck with the she cannot fuck with the um, the islas. She doesn't like them, but there were several of the highland. There was even a highland uh, that had some smoke in it that she was her favorite one. I thought it was a, um, a isla. And then afterwards, we looked it up, and it was actually a uh, a, a peated Highland. Um, but um, yeah, dude, I think you just got to get her in the right scotches, right? She Some likes of the sweeter, tequila. friendlier. That's ones.
0: about it. Tequila and the hazy IPA. She's very particular. <laughs> but I think that's probably a good place to wrap it up, don't you think? I uh, if I sit here much longer, I'm going to pour another, and I definitely don't need another.
1: I mean, we can. I still got a bunch of
0: cigar, and I just poured whiskey. So,
1: I mean, I'm good for whatever. But if you need to, if you need to wrap it up,
0: we can wrap it up. I'm good. Uh, anyway. What do you got going on this week? Later, it's fucking
1: GlenDronic right here is what I got going on. This <laughs> shit is delicious. I think Alec is a big fan of GlenDronic, by the way. Also, um, right now my shit's all fucked up because some of the videos I had planned I think are going to get delayed. So I'm going to have to like reorganize my shooting schedule around that and put something out before I would. Some shit got delayed in getting to me in time to do videos and stuff, so um, I'm not real sure at this point. The goal for this month was to get out um, a coffee video the, that was supposed to be the, uh, an unboxing of the, the new espresso machine that I'm working with Scott uh, with um, Whole Latte Love with, but I fuck, man, I, they're delaying it again. I don't know if I'm going to get it in time to do the video, so it might have to get delayed. Um In any event, I won't ramble on too much. I'm yeah. not real sure. Basically, keep an, eye guys, keep an eye on the Jeremy, channel.
0: Real quick, sires. Uh,
1: yeah, there, the point is I'm, I'm having to rearrange some shit. I really need to put out a um, Leaf and Barrel, and I need to put out a Luxury Cigar Club video on the second channel, and I need to put out a review of the new Perla de Mar by um, – Huge fucking cigar company. Jesus Christ. What the fuck? Perla De Mar. Who's it? I'll tell you, my brain's not working tonight, Taylor. I've needed more whiskey. I'm hoping this is going to open me up. It's not. Um, (laughs) But uh, yeah. Anyway, shit's fucked up. Keep an eye on the channel. There'll be some stuff coming out soon. (laughs) I think we're going to drop the whiskey hats this month too. Oh,
0: oh, oh, oh. Yep, 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 yep. The not coin.
1: <laughs> yeah, the not coins, <laughs> not coins because they specifically have a channel in the back to um, to fit around the rim of a Glen. Karen. But what if
0: I want a whiskey hat on this?
1: Yeah, they won't fit that, and they won't fit these like Scotch malt, like really thin tulipy Scotch glasses. We made them specifically to fit Glen Karen's because that's what ninety percent of drink people drink stuff out of when they're doing tastings and stuff. And these are really for tastings, right, is what they're for. They're not really for, like, if you're just sipping bourbon or, or scotch yep. at night. They're for when you're doing tastings to keep the the vapors in and stuff. Um, uh, Rune
0: King Thor said, Taylor, little- did you finish the bottle I sent? I did not. So you sent uh, the Highland Park Magnus. Magnus? Magnus, not Magmus. Magnus. Magnus. Uh, no, I did not finish it. Probably about halfway done. It's pretty good. It's not my favorite. But it's pretty good. And then one last question because Teddy's at Teddy is just killing it with the good questions tonight. What's happening with the Sierra AT4? Are you getting rid of it? I've never been a truck guy, but have been considering maybe. I, I'm so torn on it. I love that truck. I literally have zero complaints about that vehicle. None. I love everything about it other than the bed. And I have the non standard bed. So I've been thinking about selling it and buying another one. (laughs) It was a horrible idea, but I bought it for a reason, and I can't use it for the reason I bought it. So maybe I'm going to get rid of it. I've been thinking about selling it. If I sell it privately, I can, you know, come out okay. Um, Not sure. It's it's a tough one. I love the truck a ton. I, I really, really love it but the bed really keeps me from doing the whole thing that I bought the truck for. So that's why, yeah, that's, that's why I bummer. bought a Land Rover and the Land Rover great. I actually drive the Land Rover almost everywhere now. I, I just really appreciate like, there's something to be said for driving something that's old, <laughs> you know, like something that drives like an old truck. Like you drive this thing and it doesn't, it doesn't even feel like a 2000 model vehicle It feels like an old, like 50s, not 50s, like a good, like 60s model truck is what it drives like, like a little more smooth and it's got power steering and stuff, but it's that visceral. Like it just, you crank it up. And I think part of that is the engine. The engine is from the 60s. Like it's, they obviously built it in 2000s, but the design for that specific engine from Bosch was from the 60s and it's, it's really solid, but when you crank that thing up, it sounds like an old vehicle. It's like an old V8. and I, I love Anyway, that's not part of the question. Point is, mm. uh, might get rid of the AT4. I have considered, but haven't pulled the trigger, obviously, on getting rid of the AT4 and maybe buying a Raptor. Maybe. I really like the Raptors, but also they're expensive and they get absolute trash for fuel economy. And I'm not sure if you can spec a Raptor with a diesel. Like, if that's the case... I don't think you can. I know you can spec an F-150 with have a those. diesel now. It's like six Damn, grand I think you can extra. A Raptor, but I,
1: think, I think all the Raptors are those turbocharged, V6, different versions double, of turbocharged.
0: Uh, dual engines. turbocharged V6, but...
1: Man. When they got that new V eight turbocharge coming out.
0: Man, that is just if like I could a get a diesel rocket. raptor. Can I please get a diesel raptor?
1: Somebody has asked like three times, so I want to answer this real quick. I'm sorry, child, I'm not interrupted. You can do it. Uh, a somebody asked, What kind of espresso machine do I have? It is a Gaja Classic Pro. <laughs> we talked about it a little bit earlier.
0: T R X is so much better. Yeah, it's also ninety some thousand dollars. Like Jesus. Like, the AT4 was stretching it for me, and I got a really good deal, like a better deal than most people can get on the AT4 because I have a few connections at GM. And uh, What's a Raptor? Okay, so when I was looking, like a base Raptor is like upper 60s, maybe low 70s. (laughs) If you want like a loaded Raptor, you're looking at almost 90 grand.
1: See, I can't go 90 on a truck. And anymore. if I you want a TRX, I'm pretty sure
0: it. the TRX starts around 90. Yeah, yeah I can't prove it right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I can do 50s, maybe even 60s. You start getting
0: into 70s. I, and 80s, I'll put it this way. Like, I'm I out, paid, bro. That is like, a lot of money. If, I think around 12000 less than sticker on my AT4. I got a really good deal on it. That's why I went with it.
1: Yeah, see, dude, you start getting into those price brackets, man. It's like, ugh, that's just so my, much for a My my
0: AT4 was in so low fifties.
1: I was thinking, uh, and you you were telling me to get the GMC, but I really like the uh, Chevy Trail balls. Well,
0: the AT4 is the Trail Boss, I dig but the trail better. Balls. I, I mean, I don't like the grills. I don't like the front end and the grills on a Chevy. I just don't.
1: See, I, yeah, I, I, I like, like the
0: boxy, um, like semi look on the AT4. Yeah.
1: No, I feel you. I like them both. Um I would have to go drive them both and just kind of see how I feel about them. They're technically the same truck with a different trim package. Somebody says so, you
0: can spec a Raptor with a diesel, yeah. but that would also put it in like the 90k bracket. If you got a loaded Raptor yeah, with man. a diesel, you'd be <laughs>
1: so expensive. I've never I've never seen it. I looked at him at one point. I didn't see the diesel option. You would probably have to order it if I were to hard. guess. So he 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 could be he could be right. Um I just,
0: you know what I would do, I just can't like do it, man. what I would absolutely love to do. More than anything, I think I would leather, rather sell my AT4 and put a fuck ton of money into the Land Rover. I know that sounds so stupid, but I I'm going to LS swap the Land Rover. I am going to swap it. I'm putting an engine. I'm swapping the engine. I may be a I may it may be a turbo diesel, which would be great. Or an LS Swap. There's an LS Swap kit. You literally buy the... Source the engine, get the kit, and you have to buy a... It's like maybe 10 different parts that you have to buy. And you fucking bolt it together. The only welding you have to do is for the exhaust. That's it. It's like bolt-on. And you can have like 500 horsepower in a Land Rover. And like 18 miles to the gallon. Versus right now, I think it's like 200-ish horsepower. Super torquey, super torquey, but low horsepower. Like I'm getting like 11 miles to the gallon in it. It takes premium. It's brutal. <laughs> it's so bad. Um. So yeah, I want. I I would almost rather just put a lot of money into the Land Rover and make it into something super sick and get rid of the AT4. The problem with that is I need car seats <laughs> and the Land Rover. Doesn't even have car seat anchors. The the rear seat belts don't lock, so you can't lock down a car seat. You can't put a car seat in it. So uh, not practical. The only way that would work is if I sold the AT4, bought Alex a van, like a minivan, and then mm. made the the Land Rover into what I, I I would be fine driving just a Land Rover if I could really fix it up nice. Like with a with a head unit and actually had, you know. Radio? <laughs> I have no radio. I've, it's, it is it is a motor and some wheels and a seat and a steering wheel. Like, that's what the Land Rover is right now.
1: <laughs> no minivans. Really. I don't want a minivan.
0: No don't do a minivan. Man. I told Alex, I said, if we get a minivan, you're driving everywhere. Don't get a minivan. Everywhere. I'm not driving it. I don't want to drive yeah, don't, it. Don't, the only way, the only way. Don't get a minivan. Jeremy, get an SUV. Hear me out. Get, like hear a Tahoe. Me out. The only way. I would drive a minivan as if we get a Hellcat minivan. Don't get a minivan, period.
1: Get a get, get Hellcat a
0: minivan. Or a Tahoe. Now that's an idea. Oh God, don't get him on another idea, y'all. A Hellcat y'all, y'all minivan, this, Jeremy? Seven hundred horsepower minivan? If it has
1: mi- Seven. I don't give a shit if it's got thirteen hundred horsepower and lift the fucking front <laughs> wheels off the ground. I ain't driving a goddamn minivan. <laughs> I want uh, a okay,
0: minivan. Where, dude. where was that? Where was I, it? Uh Kevin Woolsley Taylor, 20 years from now, you're going to be in an F-150 Lariat, and that is not a bad thing. I've had an F-150 Lariat, or Lariat, however you want to say it. I don't like them. I don't like F-150s for the most part. The only trim of an F-150 really? that I like right now, the only one is a Raptor. That's it. The rest of them, I don't really care for the looks that much.
1: My uh, general practitioner had a King Ranch that was pretty nice. I don't,
0: don't like it. I hate chrome. It mean, depends on what, you, I depends on what you're I hate chrome, into. and, like, yeah. so many trucks are just, like, just fucking puked on chrome. Like, the, the manufacturer's, like, fucking chrome everything. I hate it. That's why you I like what, the... You know what I don't like? That's why, why I like the rubber. AT4.
1: I don't like too much rubber. Like, the like I think some of the AT4s have the rubber... Plastic. Not rubber, but it's like a plastic Like the fender flares? Trim. And the only reason I... The only reason I don't like it, I like the way it looks. I don't have a problem with that. The only reason I don't like it is over time in Florida, that shit always goes kind of white. And you've always gotta like keep some kind of armor all on it or something
0: to keep it. I from thought getting you were like gonna say you didn't like looking. big tires.
1: No, I like big tires. Are you fucking kidding me, dude. I had like a Jeep with Fucking thirty eights on it. Or is the thirty eights? No, I'm sorry. They were 35, 16, 50 super swamper boggers. You want to talk about a fucking tire that makes so much noise you can't hear yourself thinking that <laughs> <Yeah>. fucking thing? <laughs> Dude, that thing is so loud. <laughs> super swamper boggers are the loudest fucking tires. I've we ever have had now talked
0: more about trucks than when we did the truck episode. So I'm going to wrap this up. Uh, yeah. Sure. So what I've got going on this week? Right. Uh, I did a Harbor Freight thing, like there the Lowe's is. video that I did a few weeks ago. So I did no. that today. Harbor uh, Freight, man. I love Harbor Freight. Like, I love and hate it. Like, it's so trash, but it, I love it. Um, There's a lot
1: of stuff at Harbor Freight that's like, if you're not a professional and it's not something you're going to use all the time, you're just going to use it maybe a couple times a year, it's going to hold up fine and you're going to save hundreds of dollars. Like getting a at Harbor super Freight sketch
0: spring compressor kit.
1: Yeah, like, you know, I mean, some of it, you don't want to get something that's going to be dangerous. Like a yourself, super cheap I mean, spring <laughs> compressor kit. <kids. laughs> right, but but there's there's definitely a place for Harbor Freight. Oh, yeah. I have definitely bought tools in the past at Harbor Freight that saved me hundreds of dollars for a tool that I needed like...
0: So that's what I got coming up on Friday, as well as the announcement for the Civivi giveaway. So I, I'm doing five knives that I'm giving away. Um, I'm announcing the winners on Friday. And I have a 200,000 subscriber giveaway coming up on Best MEDC.
2: Oh, shit.
0: Oh, boy. You guys are going to like this giveaway. I've got a fully custom PM2. I have an Okluma DC Zero. I have one of my own wallets to give away. I have maybe a Marathon Watch to give away. Not mine. Like a brand new one in box from Marathon um, dude, I got I got some tactile turn pins, I got some big idea design gear, I got a lot of stuff in this giveaway. I haven't totaled what it costs, but I would imagine the EDC that I'm giving away is like three thousand ish dollars. Yeah. Wow. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a big that's giveaway a nice. for one winner.
1: That's that's solid a, that's a solid, that's yeah, a solid get, kit.
0: I think the it's only thing I haven't <laughs> added to it that I should probably add is like a like a Lynch Northwest pry bar or something, and I think I can make that happen. So maybe I'll add that. But uh bear with me on the timing. I mean, I know it hit two hundred thousand a while back, but I wanted to make this giveaway worth it rather than just throw some shit together and say here's a giveaway. I wanted to really put together a sick giveaway. So. Those are the things that I have coming up very soon. And I also have another Civivi giveaway because, um, well, because they sent me like 20 knives and I'm like, I don't need all of these. It's over. The video's done. I don't need 20 Civivis. So I'm giving away some more of those.
1: Somebody, somebody, uh, Josh keeps bringing up Benchmade Cutter. I'm trying to think, I think he talks about that. I do think, and I totally forgot about that. I think I have one of those Benchmade Cigar Cutters that I was going to do a giveaway on a while back and then my end of my year blew up with the dad getting sick and all that and I think I totally forgot about it. I think I still have that in there. Maybe we can give that away on yeah, the
0: podcast. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh how do you enter yeah. the giveaway? I have not posted anything about it. It's not ready yet. I'll I'll get there. If you want to enter the Civivi giveaway, so I've got 5 Savivi knives that I'm giving away. If you want to enter that, uh you only have like one more day, but go over to the Best EDC YouTube channel. Click on the Civivi video, watch it, and just comment below which knife you want out of all of the knives. And that, that's it. So I'm gonna randomly choose some winners. First come, first serve. Like if I draw this one, which is the dogma, I believe that's what this knife is. So if you comment, you want the dogma, boom. If your your comment comes up, you win the dogma. That one's out of the running, and then whatever's left, you know? So it's gonna be first five that I draw, random selections. That's what you win. And it's international. I'll ship anywhere. If the knife doesn't show up, not much I can do about shipping a knife to a country that's uh, customs are going to confiscate it. So, no, you can't.
1: Somebody, a couple people ask about a whiskey knife I give away. Um, like I said, I, I do have that bench made cutter that maybe I have that. We'll do a giveaway on that real soon. And then
0: I, I'm pretty we'll sure Jeremy said he was going to give away his Protex. <laughs> and, uh, uh,
1: yeah, not. um th- you got to give away a kidney to get one of those fucking knives uh and um I got a couple man cards we're gonna give away over a few weeks span uh on here man card version ones and then I have about a handful i don't remember how many not very many uh and all these version one man cards if you didn't get on the podcast before are ones that I patina they were extras we had and he sent them to me and i put, Force patinaed them myself, and then I sent them back to Chad. Um, we're going to give away a couple on the podcast, and then um, I'm going to drop the rest of them to sell um, at some point. But they're they're custom patinaed by me. he m- Carried them in one, his
0: gooch nine, for a God, week. Inch deep.
1: <laughs> in the uh, uh, somebody somebody asked, and
0: uh, that makes them worth more money. Uh, I don't think it? you're an e girl, so you can't sell your yeah, bathwater. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> uh, somebody asked earlier if I'm still doing a flashlight. So, unfortunate update on the flashlight, it has been canceled. Uh, we worked on that for almost eight or nine months, and it just came out to be way too difficult. I got a prototype in hand, and I'm like, yeah. no, not going to happen. So, yeah. we're starting over. We are doing a different flashlight. Yeah. So, Flashlight's still on the board, Well, but we're starting from scratch and doing something totally different. So, yes and no. But mm. I think that's it for now. Uh, you got something to add really quickly?
1: Just a, a side note on the man card version twos that are going up for sale that I meant to mention I forgot. There's only a few of them, and I always offer every limited drops to the Patreons first before I put them out to the general public they may not make it out to the general public because there's really not a lot of them. I don't know how many of the Patreon people are going to want to snag these up, but there's really a extremely limited amount. So they might not make it to the general public. But like I said, if you're in the Patreon, you'll get a snag at them first. And we're going to do a giveaway on at least uh, probably two of them on the podcast. So there'll be a couple opportunities.
0: All right. Well, with that said, if you want to follow us and learn more about all these things we just talked about, like, the giveaways we got going on and the stuff we're selling, all that stuff. All the links are in the the show notes and the description down below. Follow Jeremy and all the places at just Jeremy Sires. I'm at best MEDC in most places. And, uh, I think that's it. I'm going to go sleep. (laughs) I'm so tired. (laughs) Thank you guys. Thank you guys for hanging out with us for nearly three hours. And, uh, sticking with us through all of these big gaps in the podcast. I'm not going to promise that we'll be back next week. We hope to be back next week, but. Well, we had talked. That's true. I totally forgot about that. Yes, go ahead.
1: And I don't mean to be a Jeremy real quick, Sires, but we had talked about just for consistency's sake, because both of our schedules, it is difficult for us to be on here every single week. We had talked about going to a bi-weekly schedule of every Yeah, I think weeks.
0: that's much more feasible. Just so, just so
1: that – well, well, in that way it's more dependable and you guys can know, like, these are the days we're going to be here instead of us, you know, having to cancel and not being there and you think we're going to be here and then that's kind of bullshit. We, we would like to be consistent with whatever the schedule is. So we may have to drop to an every other week thing just so we can be consistent and then maybe down the road in a few months or something once our schedules loosen up a little bit, Potentially, we can go back to the every week thing. Um,
0: well, I'm, well, I'm about to, say, to bring an right. editor on, which is going to free me up a lot, I think, after, after we get, like, settled right. and trained and all that. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's been a process. It's been a big process coming back after having baby number two, so.
1: Oh, dude, kids. Kids, kids, kids take up a lot of time, bro. It's, it's a thing, but you got to be there for them because they grow up and then you miss it and it's gone you know
0: all right just like us so, we are but i just want to throw that out there before we got off just so people know gone gone and I, I just have one thing to add
1: oh god are you going to end <laughs> it with something <laughs> fucked up I, can you i just are, say the you? last podcast always, we
0: did the ending was absolutely perfect i played the i love the gobblecock soundbite
1: you you ended it like right at that it, i was like you motherfucker it cut you, you off. it it's like, one right of
0: those, like one of my favorite subreddits right now is perfectly cut screams and you're like, you got... And it just cut off. It was a, it was amazing.
1: Taylor always starts the fucking podcast from his end, so I have no ability to call, fucking stop it when I want to. He just keeps... Take it easy. Long, slow pulls on it. And enjoy it. That's what it's for. <laughs> you're such a big face. i I hate you. Right, we we'll see you guys later. Uh, just
0: know, not necessarily weekly anymore. Uh, we'll keep you updated. Watch the...
1: Instagrams. That's where we always announce it.
0: That's that's exactly right.
1: You got a big old butthole if you're putting that big old thing in there. But hey, hey guys. <laughs> I'm just saying I, that thing's got some girth on it, son.
2: We howling at the moon.